This episode is brought to you by people like Ethan Johnson, Trevor Bosaw, Dan Brakely, Bob Chapel, and Joanna the Wrenchwitch. What do they have in common? They have all gone to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and pledged a couple of bucks a month. Uh, you can be like them by going to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Thank you. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about Hypnospace Outlaw, which is an adventure game developed by Tendershoot and published by No More Robots for the PC in 2019. Uh, this episode, I, you know, I got distracted there. Yeah. And the reason why is because I was thinking of that song, Wild Wild West. Okay. Do you remember that song? Yeah, not it's, the, it's, not very, the, it's uh, period appropriate. Not yeah yeah not well not the not the Will Smith one oh hmm. um there's like a there's an 80s song called Wild Wild West okay that has uh, a real wild music video and there's a part where people what it's doing is that thing where you put the split halfway through the camera so you can like somebody can wave their arms and it'll just look like two arms waving yes you know, symmetrically yeah, yeah. like their body will disappear uh-huh. um but it, they're kind of doing all these different poses at one point. The main singer goes, this one's called Outlaw. And then there's uh, like a whip crack okay. sound effect. And it just popped into my head with that delivery of Outlaw. And I don't know why. Oh, okay. And now i got to watch the uh, Wild Wild Us. Wow, now now, wow, now wow. everybody is, con- is, yeah, every single person is compelled to do that now. Yeah, yeah you, should, you should definitely do it. It's a little bit before the time of this, but it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's a pretty embarrassing Yeah. Uh, music video and so well, so, so was the game. so was the Will Smith one but <laughs> oh yeah yeah well they, that, that that's very funny to me though like, uh, that that's a that's more a little bit more uh, innocent um so so this episode is executive produced by Jerry Khan mm-hmm. um it's episode three fifty hey big big uh joining the ranks of X Men Legends two I, I mean for... I I like this game a lot I I really no, I do, I do for, for, for for new off being being on three fifty eight this is this feels like it makes sense to me. It's just not, it's not big event. Right. Yes. You know, like it, it's a, like, I love this game, mm-hmm. but, uh, it is not, uh, it's, it's not, not symphony of the event. night. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, produced, you know, as we mentioned, developed by uh, tender shoot, uh, mm-hmm. which is, this is the follow-up primarily from Jay Tholen. Yes. Um, you know, and I know you got that, got that later. Did you know, like I had this weird fucking Jay Tholen moment too. Uh-huh. This. Did you ever hear epidemic? Mm, what? It's like a very early Jay Tholen project that is his like fictional eight bit soundtrack to like a zombie apocalypse. That no, like no, I never heard of that. No. Songs. Yeah. I had no idea it was him. Oh. And it's like I, I got way into that like in 2008. Okay. And like was cruising around in a car like rocking it uh-huh. and then was looking up Jay Tholen stuff today and it's like, 
he fucking did epidemic yeah like what it, the hell it's a real it, like it's it's a real like uh, i forget who said this but there's the, there's like five funny people people on the internet four of them are are drew who does toothpaste for dinner and one of them is neil Cicerega. like yeah just yeah. these people who are so prolific and have always made really good stuff that you can think back and say holy shit that was that guy okay yeah yeah <laughs> it was a cool little moment to remember that yeah so yeah, those are, those are my little trivia bits. I'm going to take a nap for the rest of the episode. <laughs> okay, cool. Just kind of go into hypnospace <laughs> yeah. myself and uh, just uh, let you finish this one out with impressions of me every other line. Hi, I'm Gary. That's pretty good. Yeah. Got it in one. Yep. Um, so this is a weird game to describe. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, uh, in it you play what's known as an enforcer. So basically an internet mod. Yes. Uh, for a company called MerchantSoft, a.k.a. Microsoft, mm-hmm. patrolling this sleeping internet, this sleep time internet called Hypnospace for violations of rules. Uh, there is a macro plot and a huge hangout vibe, uh, which we'll talk about, but that is the logline of it. It's like a little bit like a hangout version of Papers, Please, almost. Yeah. Um, like Papers, Please, Her Story, Hangout like stressless yes uh like just uh w- without the misery of papers please or the obtuseness of her story both of those are yeah. games that i really enjoy but they've got they, they definitely have a vibe this feels like it pulls from both of those like they're the you know i, I make comparisons to both of the and the notes i think um but yeah this is aiming at a particular feeling and it nails it feeling and anesthetic and both mm-hmm. of which are crazy important yes uh, to this yeah um so hip- hypnospace is this way you wear headbands while you sleep so you can do the internet right you can create right. and browse uh 90s websites uh <laughs> while you sleep yeah um, this is like an alternate history game uh it takes place in 1999 just prior to the new millennium like there is a version of you know y2k panic around this um and it's a real throwback to what the web was like back then so even though technology had advanced to the point where people could you know could browse the web in their sleep aesthetically it is very much in the in the groove of like geocities angel fire and like aol keyword communities uh very much so and i think your, your mileage with this also will kind of depend on your affection and appreciation of stuff like that i don't know what the lower like what the lower level like age cutoff is for that for 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 appreciating this because this this is (laughs) 60 lower lower levels (laughs) (laughs) it's for geriatrics it's like good time valley like like, the ao the a and aol stands for arp (laughs) (laughs) what's the second thing stand for that's a typo (laughs) that's a typo (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I've got a tremendous amount of affection for this. I, you know, I came up, you know, basically it just did like in the nineties on it, on AOL, like, you know, going through the keywords and stuff. So I'm like some of my earliest computer memories aside from like stuff in the computer, the computer lab at the, at the, at the school, um, you know, like specifically at home is like waiting for a, like an image, like a low res image of the poster of the Power Rangers movie to download line by line, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and then you look at it and then, yep. And then you look at it and then you, <laughs> like, and then oh, you click man. away. <laughs> can't wait to see that yeah and then you go do something else but you're just just like searching for like simpsons sound waves and having them download you know 
over the course of hours and stuff. Yeah, no, like I'm, oh, I yeah. have a tremendous amount of amount of affection for this, and I don't know what the lower age cutoff where that goes from being like genuine affection to like received ironic affection. Well, the the received ironic affection part of this is really important because yes. this is so like this like I this is going to sound like a critique and it's not. It's just mm-hmm. talking about this this game. Mm-hmm. Like I I love this game. Uh it's ages it's going to age weirder than anything. Yeah. Because not only is it a callback to a specific time, but calling back to that specific time is very of the now. Yeah. Um there's big, you know, modern comedy and aesthetic sensibility issues with this where it's like, oh, like Tim and Eric the internet is basically <laughs> also ju- this. I just watched that episode the other day. Yeah. I, I, I love, love the, the internet. internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with their, I think their thing might even be called Professor Helper or like the professor or whatever. Yeah. But it, it's like the uh, looking back on this time with affection, mm-hmm. you know, uh, attack helicopters, you know, storm peaceful skeleton realm, that kind of thing. <laughs> right. Is very like the last five or six years, it feels like. Yeah. And there's no way that lasts. Right? Like, I don't, nostalgia doesn't work that way. In 10 years, I don't think we're going to look at spinning skull gifts and construction stuff. Like, you and I will, because we're old. But right. the, the youngs are not going to be like, yes, this is still what is cool and ironic right. and, like, good to me. I mean, so, like, the, the nostalgia cycle is 20, is, 20, is, is 20 to 30 years, right? Generally, yeah. people, you know, you look back about 20 years and that's kind of, like, what is what is retro and hitting again. Right. So I think that right, you know, we are very much in the moment for this. Um, yeah, I can, I can see, I, I can see your point about this aging very strangely. I guess I'm just agreeing with you, but it sounds like I'm not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, 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 uh, uh, it, it's a, uh, it's still going to be a really cool and unique thing. Mm-hmm. I think this hits really hard now and hit really hard for, for me specifically, because I'm both like I lived yeah. it and I'm in that nostalgia. Like this is cool now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love Tim and Eric. I love Neil Sakirga. I love stuff that trucks around with this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was there when I, when it was going on. Yes. So this is, this is super for me, super mm-hmm. for you. Um, and I think that even if you're just somebody who likes games, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll, we'll get into more of what happens here, but this, I don't think there's anything like this. No. Uh, this is really unique. Like there are things that take this kind of um, uh, aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. But I think this game straddles the line exactly how I want between like indie game, like no mechanics, please. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like you, like it is a violation of art to have a mechanic. Mm-hmm. And hey, this is actually a puzzle game. You have to do puzzle shit in. Yes. This it's is perfect. This is an like, ex- this the... is an incredibly good mystery game. Like you are yeah. playing a detective, and yeah, like you're working in this kind of like keyword search, you know, milieu. You are trying to like suss out whatever hidden meetings might might be behind, you know, the way things are arranged on pages. You know, so it's like a detective game by way of like a web design critique almost. But like yeah, it, yeah. it feels like 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 a like a reskin. Uh, it's a reskin of this of this game, and with more rails. Let's get a reskin of uh, Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective a little bit, where yeah, you have you have the cases, and then you've got like the the news articles that you have to look at, and like the different places that you can go to to like talk to people and stuff. But with this really vibrant fake world around it, mm-hmm. and using tools that are not traditionally uh, gamified. Yes. 
you know, which is where it gets that, that kind of like, but the, the reason why, uh, I like this more than her story. And I know we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about the comparisons later yeah. is that her story is like, you you've, you finished it when you finished it. Yeah. You know, like that, it's kind of, it, that's like a, a, a movie you watch in a weird order, you know, is a really reductive yeah. way to put it. There's more to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's not a game. Yeah. I'm saying it's less like puzzly than this. Like this is a lot more traditionally mechanics focused mm-hmm. than that in a way that I think is to its benefit. Yeah. The, like the fact that this came out at, at like at, during the same year as um like Re- uh, Return of the Obra Din. Yeah. Like yeah. what what a fucking bumper crop of like genuine detective work kind of stuff you have to yeah. do. Yeah. And also like re- retro themed. Retro themed detective games where you know in in they both have very different takes mm-hmm. on on what detective mechanics can be yeah um just you know just really incredible stuff like again nothing like it and it's it's all things mm-hmm. like this is this you know this game is is uh it's challenging like mm-hmm. i think the puzzles in this are appropriately weighted um it's really funny uh, <laughs> it's really sad yeah um you know this, it's all things like mm-hmm. it's it's really really impressive yeah it has arcs it has really good characters in it it has yeah. a very good you know like th- there's current day social commentary that is happening by way of this throwback like mm-hmm. the, the, the like this has one of the best like depictions of how absurd culture war is in it i think yeah <laughs> you yeah. know and we'll get to that um yeah like this has a bunch of stuff <laughs> it is really yeah. jam-packed with things to love contains multitudes yeah we talk about like the the puzzles being you know the appropriate level of difficulty i think there's a really good ramp up that happens with it like i Mm -hmm. think they ride the throttle very cannily in terms of the amount of the the complexity of actions that the complexity of actions and the the, like distance of leap it expects you to do at a given time yeah um really you know and on top of that like it's a throttle you can only ride for as long as the game is yeah you know, I know it's kind of a cliche for like, oh, watch out for fireballs, like short games. Like mm-hmm. if a game is short, you know, bumps a letter grade, but it means it's impossible really for this to wear out its welcome. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it rides that throttle perfectly any slower. Like mm-hmm. if you added another time period or two, I would be grateful for more hypno space, but you'd have to stretch out any of the individual steps on that difficulty right, stair- right. staircase mm-hmm. to the game's detriment. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think it would be quite as strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you did that so it's 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 the really like the hangout part of it mm-hmm. the the animal crossing part of this <laughs> you can do for as long as you want yeah but the puzzles ramp up kind of perfectly and it still exists as a toy long after it's a game right um and that's that's great again contains multitudes mm-hmm. it exists as a fun little zine uh that you read mm-hmm. in a weird order <laughs> a very complicated mm-hmm. in, you know expressive extensive zine uh, so there's kind of a vague structure to the game, um, at least at the start. You know, you are working as a mod and you receive uh, these cases from dispatch. They get these incident reports and it's up to you to kind of go and find the evidence of these. Um, mm-hmm. And you can use your tools to report these five particular crimes. It's, a, it's, it's called Chime. So copyright, harassment, illegal activity, malicious software, extra legal commerce. Generally, you're only looking for one of those. Like, it never gets so complex that, like, you are trying to get copyright infringement and extra legal, extra legal commerce for somebody who's selling, like, bootleg DVDs for the bad currency. It's generally yeah. pretty simple what you're going to be looking for. Um, mm-hmm. But when you spot the violation, you grab your gavel tool and mark it. 
Um, I never saw like a penalty for false positives, even though it warns you about that. It says like, Hey, there may be a, there, there may be a, you know, a fine for wasting bandwidth or whatever, but it's very low. It's like a, like a no pressure papers, please. That happens. It's very chill. Yeah. Um, there's only a couple of time things that happen in the game at all. Mm-hmm. And they're during climactic moments in which the uh, year is going to roll over or yes. the date is going to roll over to the next set of internet. Mm-hmm. Um, you're paid for this in a currency called Hypnocoin. Um, that's a lot like regular money, but more fun. Um, <laughs> it has no value outside of, uh, you know, the world, but you yeah. can use it to customize your experience. So you buy software and songs, cosmetic items, virus protections, things like that. Yeah. Um, this ends up being one of my few legitimate kind of dings in the game is that they pigated a, a thing you, that's required Yes. for yeah. this. And I had spent a bunch of time buying fun stuff and then I had mm-hmm. to like grind the money tool oh, yeah. a little bit and it's like, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. But it was like, eh, I wouldn't have done that. Um, <laughs> the uh, And the version of internet you have, very clever, uh, does not allow you to communicate with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you don't have the whole internet. You have specific zones you're assigned, and you cannot chat with any of these people to ask them questions, which is really important not only to managing scope mm-hmm. and kind of feature of this, but also to keeping the mystery alive. Like yes. you are, you're not a good guy in this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you play a cop. Uh, you eventually become a good guy, but you are being a shit and you're a tool of shits, mm-hmm. uh, a tool of shits uh, <laughs> early on. And if you could communicate with these people, you know, what part of the the emotional core of this game mm-hmm. is slowly starting to sympathize with the people that you've been, you know, being a petty asshole to. Yes. And reporting as you realize the people above you and giving you commands are shittier and shittier until it eventually it's true that they're beyond shitty and then they have a redemptive moment at the end and it's a whole right. roller coaster. Yeah. Something that I really enjoyed about this was, you know, starting out and then trying to figure out exactly what kind of dystopia this was. And like the mm. theming of this where you are, uh, you know, an internet cop who has paid in fake money, like made me wonder, okay, like, is this the government? Like what's going on? Like how oppressive is this? And then finding out exactly how the shittiness articulates was really satisfying to me because things are ultimately way more petty than it seems like they than, than it seems at first. But the stakes get really, really high because of that pettiness. It, it, it's the, the kind of dystopia it is, is a capitalist yeah. dystopia. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's that's what it is. It's, it's familiar. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's Microsoft. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like evil or Microsoft. Yeah. You know? Evil or evil or Microsoft, evil small ball Microsoft. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and honestly, you know, the danger of one person who uh, is overconfident and anonymized people online, right? So he doesn't care if they live or die. Yep, you know, (laughs) Uh, you know, which is is a real ass problem that happens real ass today. Yeah. I I would um, I would like to go back and actually like like look at the year that uh that, that this story came out. But did you hear about so you remember a few years back when everything when everybody was kind of talking about and rolling out their VR plans and Microsoft said, Hey, we've got HoloLens. You can play Minecraft on your on, on your kitchen table. Do you remember that? Uh, vaguely. V- yeah. I, so, I don't like tech and don't pay attention to it. Gotcha. In a general uh, sense. <laughs> well, the, 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 this, this will confirm that. And you're like, okay, so like what happened to Hollow, HoloLens or whatever? Uh, a bunch of people at Microsoft jumped, jumped ship from the company and like put up protests because Microsoft started selling it, selling the, the, the hardware and software and working with the Department of Defense to use HoloLens to increase lethality 
of uh, mm. the, uh, of of you know military actions and people it's a real had, genius yeah it kind of yeah and people at microsoft yeah. are like hey i wanted to help people like play minecraft on their kitchen table i didn't think that this would be like used to, to bomb weddings can we not um yeah and yeah that's like a real last thing that i know yeah. i would be i feel like that happened that came out in the same year that this one did but you know look at say like facebook selling data to palantir which is working with ice etc like th this is way smaller ball than that yes right like this this is a public health Mm -hmm. uh, thing but it has kind of thematic similarities to to that kind of evil and yes. one of the things i really like about it this is a general thing but keeping that scope mm -hmm. down to where it is like there's there's a there's a danger um mm -hmm. in alternate realities to make the result of any alternate reality be the end of the world mm -hmm. um it happens a lot with what if comics from marvel where like uh one a, a podcaster i really like paul o'brien always says somebody forgets to brush their teeth and the world blows up <laughs> and this game doesn't do that, and I kept expecting it to. Yeah. Like, when you find out about the disaster of this, um, I was like, oh, it's going to be, um, you know, it, it's, it's going to be everyone died. Yeah. Or it caused a zombie apocalypse. Mm -hmm. No, like, five people died. Yeah. You know, and like, I mean, spoilers, I guess. Uh, you, sh you should play this game. Um, it's like five hours. Mm -hmm. uh, but like, it, it, like five people died and some, there were real consequences for it, but they're human scale consequences. Yeah, it's, it's not, you know, weddings being bombed in Fallujah or a zombie apocalypse end of the world mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. It's corporate irresponsibility that caused real harm but mm -hmm. in a manageable scale. Yeah. So they didn't go full snow crash and, you know, try to yes. neurolinguistically program the entire populace or whatever. Like, right. and, and by making the villain, not a super villain, mm -hmm. like it, it gives it its, its theming and heft, because if it were outsized, it would be a lot harder to relate to. Yes. Like, even if it is true that, you know, hollow lens was really being used to help people destroy weddings. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is harder to relate. The reason why we allow that kind of stuff to happen in real life is because we cannot conceive of it. Right. This takes something that's on the same trajectory, but at a smaller scale that you can conceive of it mm -hmm. and leaves it to you to draw those lines between the kind of like base principles that encourage that kind of monsterism mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the real world. Yeah. Like, and see the commonality between the game, you know, version of that. And it just, it's a really cool trick, <laughs> you know? yeah well-managed scope really important <laughs> you know yeah um so you, as we kind of mentioned you're limited to these specific zones um you know this makes it so that you don't have hundreds and hundreds of pages to go through ultimately mm -hmm. these are just you know little communities where like five or seven people with similar interests kind of like gather up their pages think like aol keywords or you know like a web ring uh what have you um, and these are all hilariously themed and even just the way these are, these are managed is a way that, uh, that merchant soft fucks up, uh, mm -hmm. is, 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 is very fun. Um, and the thrill of this game, you know, for me, in addition to solving the mysteries is going, you know, it is in kind of like reading these public pages of these people, learning who they are, learning about their relationships between them. And then, you know, something you're absolutely going to have to do is like, look for keywords and look for hints for how to get into their unlisted pages to see what is happening behind the scenes. You know, getting these people's info and being on their page and learning their story, there's a tremendous amount of chaff yeah. in this game, but it's the water. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it is it is what you're doing in the game. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I had went through a professional, like, 
uh, arc with this in terms of thinking about how to evaluate it, where I was like, um, what we do on this show is oftentimes we're pretty extensive, right? Like I tend to do all the side stuff if it's not, uh, you know, obviously bullshit. Mm -hmm. I think, and you know, you can disagree or people can listen, can disagree as well. Uh, people are listening, but to me, the, the proper way to experience this game, like I let myself off the hook for not seeing every page and not doing everything. Yeah. Because I think that the way to be in this game is to exist in this world. Like, see what you see, follow what is interesting to you, um, not treat this like a book you're reading, mm-hmm. which is how I started doing it initially, but it's got too much chaff and too much, and I say chaff in the nicest possible way, like it's meaningful, good chaff that contributes to the aesthetic and is often amusing or otherwise mm-hmm. interesting, right? But like, I decided like, you know what? I didn't spend a lot of time learning about Trennis, the weird <laughs> alternate version of tennis in this game. You know, but when I was like reading about beef brain, I'm like beef brain. Mm. That's cool. I got to learn about beef brain. I'm going to spend all my, I'm going to read all the scaries uh, on this um, because I like that shit. Yeah. And that ended up being a really rich experience other than if I had like a FOMO and was like, if I don't fill out my checklist, I'm fucking up. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, so like do the stuff that makes sense for puzzles, get to know the characters you like, mm-hmm. soak it in as, um, like as water. You yeah. know, it's the water you're around. It's not, it's not a job to do. You know, the job part is the puzzle part. The world you exist in is a world you exist in. It's mm-hmm. not a checklist of things to do. Right. Additionally, you know, it, it, you know, it does come across as chaff. Um, the, a lot of these puzzles that you're solving, the mysteries that you're trying to get get to, there are multiple ways to get to them, right? And oh, yeah. that hint might be, you know, in the chaff. Like, I didn't necessarily, like, initially pay attention to the, like, hypnospace tips, hints and tips. But that's, like, a major place. That's, like, a, ma- like yeah. a, like a major way to get to, like, get through a major puzzle, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? So, like, y- yes, if your intuition took you down one path the other stuff is going to look like chaff that might actually be the route that somebody else takes to the same destination that you got yeah yeah Yeah. let this game you know my advice if you're going to play this is like let this game lead you around Mm -hmm. you know and that's uh, a lot of the pleasure yeah Um, yeah you're finding those unlisted pages um you know searching around keywords and web rings uh trying to find this you can also look at people's personal information so as their age their real name their location their headband id this is full of easter eggs Mm -hmm. Uh, basically anytime someone's promoting something it's a double account like astroturf (laughs) um you know uh even including promoting a boyfriend Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i love uh, i love how both the fake girlfriends their locations in canada (laughs) yeah yeah it's real good and and same same ID. Yep. You know, as the people making fan pages. Uh really good. It has big Mr. Boop vibes. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. off, 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 offline, we're gonna I'm gonna have to have you explain Mr. Boop to me because I don't get it. What you don't get it. Just just start reading it from the beginning. It's okay. how how amazing it is that there's a guy like that and his wife is Mr. <laughs> Betty Boop and she's so hot and he gets to have sex with her. Okay. <laughs> that's that's the joke. Yeah. It goes places. There's okay. there's an itch.io game uh that's them inviting you to dinner that is mandatory play. Okay. Like I, I thought about fast tracking it to abject suffering just so we could talk about Mr. Boop in general. Okay. But like the game is really good. Okay. All right. Yeah, the itch.io game. Yeah, I think I, I think uh, I've only I, seen like smatterings out of context on your Twitter page. Oh, you should yeah you should re- it goes it reads incredibly quickly okay all right uh you know there's like six words per, per strip <laughs> okay uh 
but it, it's very funny. Yeah. But um, boy, now I got distracted thinking about Mr. Boom. Oh, but it's the same kind of thing. Like it's it's a you know a guy talking mm-hmm. up like boy, so hot. Can't believe he dates me. You know. Yeah. And it's also yeah. also fake, like Mr. Boom. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yep. I, so there's a different. Uh, you do you're doing this detective work. You're using the tools of the internet uh, to get through this stuff, and. Once you do so, there are a couple of different time skips. Yeah. And when you do these time skips, you can see the results of how you are making this community worse <laughs> uh, <laughs> through being a tool of the people who run it, um, which right. is a major theme of this this game and has big internet punk energy. Yes. Like, you know, uh, and that was a real thing in the late 90s. Oh, yeah. You know, like when the, the, the whole arc with the freelands in this felt so like I didn't participate in anything like that because mm-hmm. uh, I just wasn't in those communities. But I just remember like there's there's an element of this where you can expand it to be more real life, uh, upper, you know, uppercase C, capital C concerns. There's also mm-hmm. an element of charming small ball to it yeah. where you're like, man, we used to think that kind of shit was important. <laughs> you know, like the idea that like, oh, we had to go to a different website. Mm hmm. Because all of our all of our websites were rounded up into one community we don't like. <laughs> that used to be like our cause because mm-hmm. we were young and the internet was new. You know the, the the punk sensibility to this is just like absolutely through the roof mm-hmm. and really fucking charming. Yeah, but just uh, yeah, the freelance arc is really fun. Just to, if you've ever been through like the creation of an, of an offsite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they do the best song in the game as their background like the, seven, sort of the seven minute shotgun shaving with the yeah, gigantic the, 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 essay <laughs> like yeah, looking ready, into the meaning of it yeah ready ready to shave is is the best song on the soundtrack <laughs> girl followed by icy girl it. yeah um so the, yeah those are the two best yeah so, <laughs> so but yeah there are like three three chapters in an epilogue so that there are three time skips uh don't worry about missing stuff uh because at the end you're going to be able to like control like what time period you're looking at uh, mm-hmm. So, like, don't have that be something that stresses you out. Yeah. Um, and also say if you are going to play this, uh, you know, after listening to this generalities and stuff, which, again, recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, this game has one of my favorite hint systems. Yep. Um, it has, like, a UHS built into it. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you just, if you do this keyword hint, you find the developer's hint page. You pay a small, <laughs> like, a nominal fee, and you get to choose the strength of the hint. Yeah. Uh, you want. And it's very, I, I don't know if it's actually based on universal hint system but it seems i wouldn't like be it surprised yeah yeah um and that's my favorite kind of hint mm-hmm. uh system in a video game which is uh you know i get to choose the strength and it leads me to it on its own so it's like i can still get a little bit of if i'm like really stuck and i just want to move the time period ahead i can get a little bit of that intuitively because it just points me in the right direction yeah yeah and uh, I think that's really strong. I did end up using that a couple of times. I'm not ashamed because it cares. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's a, you know, it gets hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a hard, it's a video game and it's hard. And like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, life is short. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, just know that that's there for you. Yeah. If you need it. Uh, that's a webpage you can go to. Generally, generally there's also, you know, like hypno S is pretty fun to mess around with as well. Um, mm-hmm. I like your little, uh, your little helper named hippie. Um, oh, who, sure. Who mostly just batters, batters you when you go idle. Uh, and yeah. it seemed like the time was tuned perfectly to badger me, like at, right as I was halfway through writing a note uh, to oh, myself boy. as I was doing like, stuff. <laughs> Back to your hippie, post, uh, the pets and the accelerator <laughs> pop up. Like this, this game does have a lot of distracting you, yeah, uh, kind of things, which is it, like it is annoying. It's uh-huh. meant to be annoying. It's also what being on the internet was like. Yeah. 
Like 100%. That is my experience with early internet is just like, man, just shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, whatever that purple ape was. <laughs> no, Bonzi buddy. Yeah. Bonzi buddy. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. Fucking Bonzi buddy. Oh man. Everybody uh, had that you know, Bonzi buddy. It was a pet that would have, you know, have on your desktop. Getting, <laughs> getting Bonzi buddy off my mom's computer. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> okay. Lavasoft.de. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, the virtual yeah. pets specifically were fucking because you need them for puzzles in a way that's mm-hmm. incredibly clever. Yeah. But uh, boy, cleaning up their shit. Like, Man, why do any? Why does anyone do this? Yeah. People see. still do this now. I know people who have fucking uh, tamagotchis in their pocket, uh-huh. and, like cleaning up virtual shit. Yeah. It's like they just. I, I, I love that it shits in its little icon on your desktop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very clever. Yeah, but just like the the actual like OS is pretty fun. Like you know, you talked about that accelerator. One of the reasons that that's necessary is not just because of the uh, um, you know the story thing that happens, uh, but also because like the the OS um, mimics a memory leak, which was a thing yeah. that was much more prevalent back in the day. Like, oh, I've got to I've got to turn off the computer so it'll go faster. Well, that doesn't make sense now. No, like back in the day just everything had a memory leak the longer the computer was on the more it would slow down additionally yeah. like you like stuff loads quicker when you move the when you move the icon or the the cursor around yeah <laughs> yep. so i don't know just just like lots of like little fun stuff up to it including like booting into the bios to mess with to mess with some stuff and like see the game's credits and things um yeah. i dig it i dig it as a simulation of as of an os uh you know it has that like uh we did um dusk earlier in the year that opened yeah. up with that bios <laughs> kind of screen that dos boot up screen which is very nostalgic yes um visually this game is for us yes um you know if you have the tim and eric gene at all where you appreciate these kind of aesthetics <laughs> yeah. uh you will appreciate this like everything is this chunky low resolution um these dithered bitmaps really chunky bad animated gifs mm-hmm. um if Ooh. you like you know uh the the game review section of this is really great um <laughs> there's this little repeating gif of a crab with two knives like fighting in a shooter uh-huh. arena that is like so fucking good yeah. um you know so if, if you have it in you mm-hmm. to appreciate that stuff this is a huge concentration of absolutely beautiful versions of it yes um if you think that a site with an absolutely with just absolutely poisonous text layout is funny uh yes. then this is your this will be a, a a buffet feast for you <laughs> yep it's so uh it's it's yeah the graphic design is the passion yeah um and music oh. is super important to this not just aesthetically but also like to the culture of hypnospace like hypnospace mm-hmm. is kind of like the myspace to uh, whatever the other one's facebook is like it's like a lot of the communities are formed around these different different fictional bands and genres and everybody has the ability to just like set a default song for their page so like you mm-hmm. get a sense of them there and it's all really fun catchy stuff even when it's super annoying intentionally yeah yeah and, <laughs> it, and it runs the gamut yeah um there's a whole fake um you know bit of kind of worrying about music genres and stuff <laughs> that is making fun of a very specific thing yeah i hear but the idea of people on these websites being like oh no you know cool punk is over now it's all fungus <laughs> you know i mean it's actual weird it's actual yeah. thing that happens yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's in it's it's funny it's it's satirizing weird genre mm-hmm. division 
kind of stuff. And, you know, the, the same, you know, again, lots of Tim and Eric ties to this. I don't know how much of that is intentional or recognized by the developers, but like mm-hmm. they rec- they recognize the important thing. The, one of the big reasons that Tim and Eric is good is because the songs are good. Yep. You know, they're just playing obnoxious songs. Like mm-hmm. where they sing in just annoying voices and stuff, it'd be horrible. But they're all fucking bops. Yeah. And a bunch of the songs in this are bops. <laughs> Some of them are obnoxious, but like Ready to Shave and Icy Girl, the two mm-hmm. of them I keep bringing up, incredible bops. Yeah. Uh, just really, really catchy, good songs. <laughs> uh, basically, all the cool punk stuff I'm pretty into. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down with the cool punk. I'm down with a good amount of the Chowderman stuff, actually. Oh, man, Chowderman is good. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm into Chowderman. <laughs> <laughs> and like, even if even if I don't like actually dig the song, the fake like uh, Lincoln Park Evanescence song that the uh, that 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 Zane loves is oh, so sure. well observed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that, like that, like that, that is that, like that is heard with a crystal clear ear to like to yes. to, to recreate it in that way that makes us like, oh yeah, that's absolutely that song, but not. <laughs> well observed is a really good watchword for this. Like that would be a, a tag. Yeah. If we tagged our episodes with like positive critiques. <laughs> well observed is like this is the poster child for that. Yes. Yeah. In a lot of ways. It just it comes from uh, affection, affection and knowledge, you know? Um in addition to the uh kind of aesthetics and stuff of the main game, there are two mini games mm-hmm. that are part of this game. Uh the titular outlaw, which in the development was a much bigger part yeah. of this. Like this has the uh thing where it's like, oh, we were the the fake internet was going to be the side thing about this real game but then that was more interesting mm-hmm. you know kind of kind of element to it and then there's a game called janitor uh which is fine uh it is how the game deals with having a money gate it yeah. feels like uh in it and it's one of the only friction points of the game for me is having to like play 10 minutes of janitor yeah to uh, make progress and it's not the janitor is bad it's just you know, mm-hmm. it's like the fly swatter game from Mario Paint, kind of yeah, a little more complicated. But there are a couple of mini games in it as well, including a couple of very, very light text adventures mm-hmm. um, that are part of this. So this game also contains a couple of smaller games. Yes, uh, within it. Yeah. Um, so this was the result of a successful Kickstarter campaign. Um, the designer here is Jay Tholen, like we uh, alluded to. Uh, he worked on Dropsy, which I understand is a very fun adventure game. I've been on the edge of playing that for years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Tholen's a real interesting dude. Um, if you read his, uh, Twitter, uh, and he has been really, uh, kind of involved in a bunch of the stuff. Cause like Dropsy started as like an MS paint, choose your an adventure thing back on the something awful forums, you know, yeah. about like 15 years ago or so. So like he's been around and like you alluded to, uh, Gary, like he was, you know, releasing a bit music, you know, decades ago too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, he's a, uh, musician, uh, game developer, mm-hmm. artist, lots of stuff. Yeah, uh, here, um, and yeah, and and good at those things. Like I've not played Dropsy yet, uh, mm-hmm. which this this kind of fast tracks it to that. Like I was really curious about that. Like what an adventure game without really with you know with a silent main character. Yeah, like that. Like looks like, and I think there's just it's one interface. I think it's not uh, verb based. I think you just have like an interact. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting to me. Yeah, I think we're gonna do it on check it out comrade at some point, and then. We didn't have time for it one week. Like, mm-hmm. I think Nick had a busy week and couldn't do an adventure game. And gotcha. We never got to it. But I mm-hmm. bought it, you know, planning to do it then. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's all kinds of neat stuff that, that Jay's been involved in. Yeah. When I say he's, he's an interesting guy, just, like, he he tends to put, like, uh, a, a value in the things that he puts out, specifically Dropsy. A big part of the conversation around that was that this is explicitly a game about empathy and yeah. about, like, making people's lives better and stuff. Um, and you yeah. can see a little bit of that here too. Um, some other people worked on the team, 
uh, from this. So uh, Mike Lash, uh, Xavier Nelson Jr., and that which is media yep. uh, also developed. Yeah, uh, this thing. So there are other, you know, there are multiple people who are involved in this. We don't want to just like auteur theory this. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the game was well received. You know, uh, critics mm-hmm. loved it. Indie game fans, you know, generally only have really nice things to say about it. It won several awards. Like, yeah, this was uh, this was a real big deal last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, critically acclaimed and rightly so. Yes. And big thanks to to Jerry Con for you know getting me off my ass to actually like dive in. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I was interested. Yeah. You know, in it kind of forever. Mm-hmm. But. No, I played uh, I, I played the first chapter of, uh, you know, several months ago, earlier in the year uh, here. And I tweeted about it saying like, yeah, this, this is super good. It makes me, you know, it makes me feel like I'm doing research for abject suffering, you know, mm-hmm. doing the same like little leaps around and following people from, from thing to thing. It's fun. Very fun. Um, tons of Easter eggs in this game as well. Oh yeah. Um, tons of little things. So our friend, uh, Jim Crawford. Mm-hmm. Uh, his video podcast series, Super Tasters, is <laughs> contained within this. Um, there's a Neil Sekirka page mm-hmm. uh, that is non-critical uh, to this that you can uh, find that has like a lot of sound effects <laughs> uh, and stuff that is charming. Um, there are uh, people who are part of this Discord because uh, he released the tools for making these pages and also making music mm-hmm. through this. And if you're on the Discord, he's like, hey, you know, we might end up putting you into the game. Nice. Like if you go to that thing and you're making your own pages, so you can go and find the entire like Hypno OS developer tools and <laughs> sound making tools. Uh, that the whole suite is available for download. God, that sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah, it's really neat. It's a cool, it's super cool idea. Like I looked at the music thing and I was like, this is pretty cool. This is tempting to me. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Yeah, let's get into it. So uh, this is going to be kind of a strange episode, again, because this game is so open-ended and there's an awful lot of, like, just hit, again, chaff pages, pages you go and look at. Uh, so, you know, the opening, we're going to talk about the onboarding. And then when we, when we open up a new zone specifically, um, you know, at least here in the outline here, I have made notes about, like, the, the different pages and stuff. The back half of the episode, like, when we get into chapter two and three is when it's going to start getting more kind of plot-driven. Yeah. Um, after we have been introduced to some of the main players. And keep in mind, this is not all-inclusive. Like, right. one of the things that happens at the end of this game is they give you a checklist to mm-hmm. see if you've seen every page every year and there are a couple hundred of them yep uh each year we're not gonna talk about a couple hundred pages each year uh no uh but the game opens up uh we've got this fmv commercial for hypnospace um very good very fun production values um it is all like super compressed and they've got very bad 3d models uh moving around Mm -hmm. and in in this case when we say very bad what i mean is very good yes (laughs) uh you know, and that the audio quality across the board for this whole thing is great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, there are these uh, little overdubs that pop in as well. Super good. <laughs> Just like tutorials, yeah. like professional voice actor. And in order to, and then cut to an intern speaking into a, into a bad microphone. Yeah. In order to click this, you have to. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. Uh, every, everybody's like Vamos, the, the blacksmith. Um, so we get our starting data on our computer. Uh, it's November 5th, 1999. And we are introduced to kind of our tools down at the bottom mm-hmm. um, of our fakey, you know, windows uh, here, uh, including our email where we got a, mes- a message from the founders of Merchantsoft, Adrian and Dylan Merchant. 
Yes. Who has welcomed us to the uh, Hypnospace PD, um, mm-hmm. our, you know, our way to, you know, become internet cops. Yes. Um, Adrian and Dylan are interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adrian is ex- like, both of these characters are kind of like shitty forms of management. Uh-huh. Um, Adrian is incredibly hands-off, does not care. Dylan is really hands-on and is like, I'm cool boss. Mm-hmm. And both those things fucking suck. Yeah. So like Adrian is bu- is is business monster who doesn't yeah. really, you know, who basically just pulls the strings behind the scene to, you know, to make things worse. We'll figure out why later on. And Dylan is just, you know, like on his page, he says, oh, I've been tamed. I've gone corporate or whatever. But he's like a person who, you know, starts way too many projects and is really really flaky and insinuates himself into too many situations and fucks all of them up i'm still cool i'm still cool (laughs) no it is the it is good time valley who was wrong um uh, but you you, you get your message from the automated dispatch saying hey here's your first job you need to go um looking for uh copyrighted material like we've gotten a message from the estate of the creator of this uh, 1962 cartoon character, Gumshoe Gooper. Yes, who is a detective fish. <laughs> um, great design. Yep. So he's, a, he's a fish in a trench coat holding up a magnifying glass. I love the design of Gumshoe Gooper. I I kind of want to tweet pictures of him, but then it becomes a You're weird culture stopped. war thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get, they're going to be taken off. It's copyright, dude. Yeah. Well, you're going to get banned from the hypnospace. So the uh, there is this intro kind of section when you go to Hypnospace Central, when you log on, mm-hmm. uh, double click on that icon, um, it gives you your assigned zones. And there's a spot with like tutorials and these kind of flavor videos talking about the Merchant Soft company mm-hmm. um, here. So you get uh, pages, uh, you know, links to the staff um, here. Um, we learn about this musician in the world for the first time, Chowder Man. Uh, Chowder Man is a big wheel uh, yep. in music in this universe. Um, and that, I mean, like, I know I keep saying this, but if that isn't like, that is the most Tim and Eric sounding thing I've ever heard. Oh, one, yeah. 100%. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, show me pictures of Chowder Man. <laughs> like, uh, you know, Chowder Man is incredibly good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chowder Copter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which I, th- I think is like, it's a direct reference to the gathering of the Juggalos actually. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Chowder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chowder Man. Uh, even though he is laughable, he he suffers a terrible fate. He's tragic. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not good what happens to him. He's fucked over. Um, <laughs> but um, there's also like the graphic designer who is this burnout like acid guy. Uh, who, yeah. When you go to his page, like he he has all of these diagrams that are uh, kind of basically saying the significance of all of these graphical elements, but it's all like weird cosmic stuff. Um, Gary, have you seen the um, uh, the internal Pepsi memo? Uh, <laughs> the internal memo from the agency that Pepsi worked with to make their new logo about ten years ago. Uh, I might have seen it. It's it's all that same kind of stuff where it's like oh, just gotcha. like all the different lines of the oh, logo. No, I have seen that. Yep, yeah. it's like oh, pointing like, yeah. at like. Yeah. <laughs> This 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 is the this is the like the you know the frequency of the brainwaves of the mind when it's creative or whatever like it's, it's all just a funny. bunch of bullshit like that it's, it's yeah, exactly yeah. what uh, what our good friend here um, uh, does yeah incredible stuff yeah. Uh, there's a new uh, a new employee who uh, has a page up Samantha uh, who was brought mm-hmm. on to work on HypnoCure specifically uh, but uh, she'll become a little bit more major later on uh, did mm-hmm. you read the mm-hmm. travel guide. Uh, I don't think I did. The travel guide is hilarious. So it's obviously a paid a, a paid sponsorship uh, spot, uh, but it is basically 
uh, an article written by form. So you know, it talks about like mm-hmm. uh, Tallulah, you know, scenic Tallulah fall, Falls, uh, which is you know, quote about fifty miles north of Denver, but play that down because we want to make people think that it's it's so like it's it's the person from Tallulah Falls writing the forms or filling in the form, and then it just being badly merged in. Um, oh, so gotcha, like, gotcha. Like you a know, shitty mail merge. No, no more rats. <laughs> we recently dealt with a Pied Piper kind of situation. Kind of situ- I, I, no, I did see that. I remember the Pied Piper yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, which is the fact that this is put on the front page with no proofreading. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Situation? Question mark? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. oh. And then you can also watch a new uh, new TV ad for Hypnospace and you answer a survey, which is pretty much entirely how physically attractive do you find the people who were in the ad? Mm-hmm. It's a good, you know, this is how you get a couple of hypno, uh, hypno coins for yourself. Um, and early on, before you actually need them, you can buy hypno coins to buy like themes and shit. Yeah. Like there's a really good feeling of this when you go to one of these websites and you're like, it says like, this is for sale. And you're like, I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. And then you buy it and then you have a new backdrop. Yeah. Um, you're a cop if you don't do the Halloween, uh, spooky Halloween background. Yeah. Uh, that thing's fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Uh, so you only have two, uh, two communities that are open to you here, the cafe and good time Valley, and they are pretty diametrically opposed. Um, the cafe is the kind of suggested starting spot for newbies. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's this collection of weirder designers and musicians who don't really fit anywhere else. This is where Dylan merchant, uh, the, the, the cool boss has his own page set up, uh, running We, uh, the gearhead Greg has some useful tips. Crypto space, like we're calling the whole like AOL for dummies mm-hmm. or like buying a VHS tape that tells you how to use AOL. Right. Uh, kind of culture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we got Reggie yeah. who sticks out. He's got his page up with a bunch of patriotic military stuff. Huge boomer energy. Um, and he's, he has a, he has a message at the bottom, like, Hey, how can I move this to good time Valley? No offense to all of you, but I'm not a communist. So I'd like to go yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, good time Valley we'll get to is, uh, is funny. It's yes. like happy days. <laughs> um, there is a, uh, a page, uh, called Howard's life tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's asking people to stop sending him hypno coins. Uh, his, and his work tip at the bottom is to form a union, yep. uh, which is great. Uh, the workers alternative is the, uh, the socialist hypno space group that we learn about. Yeah. And I was, you know, this, this, this was the place where like, you know, he, he mentions this and like, Oh, that's not linked anywhere. You can do a search just for a workers alternative to get to this page that is unlisted. Uh, a key mechanic mm-hmm. of this, uh, that, and like following web links mm-hmm. uh, to, to get to places. Yes. Um, there's also a page for a woman named Tamara and she'll pop up later. Yeah, uh, a little bit. She's around, um, but she's not really important just yet. Right. Um, and there are a few other things like there's a there, there's a page for a band called like Barnaby's Chair or something like that. Again, just yeah, different yeah. different music genres and stuff you can do. The real action that you're going to get to is in Good Time Valley. Uh, for yeah. those who remember the way things used to be. Yes. <laughs> and if you're if you're not taking a browsing thing here, you know, you, your mission is to find copyright strikes about Gumshoe Gooper. Mm-hmm. Searching Gumshoe Gooper will will do you good. Yes. You know, you can, you can go to that, mm-hmm. but you could also deduce like, Hey, that's an old, you know, fifties cartoon. <laughs> right. They're probably going to be way into it in Gumshoe or Good Time Valley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Real into it in Gumshoe Valley. Yeah. That's all about um, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is where we were first introduced to the subplot about beef brain. Mm-hmm. Um, burning rubber fifties, 
uh, page talking about how kids and elderly who use hypnospace develop something called beef brain, um, <laughs> which is, again, you know, I, t- I keep describing this game as punk. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the low-key themes or recurring like motifs of this game is that like the hackers mm-hmm. and stuff that are, you know, jolly anarchist shits who do things for giggles yeah. are right about a lot of stuff and have their hearts in the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, and beef brain is one of those things because, yeah. uh, as we'll find out throughout the game, like beef brain is fake, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it it is suggesting a, a fairly real problem. Yeah, like I I love that. So beef brain is fake. Uh, you know, there's this group we're going to find out about later on. They're doing basically an extension of like culture jamming. Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, but the fact that they hit this beef brain hoax really hard made like made people less receptive to the actual concerns about hypnospace. And then ultimately, they are the people who end up being the whistleblowers. Yes. On everything. Yeah. But I love the image, the image of beef brain, like uh, that, that happens where they've got like the cutaway of the head and the brain and then like a little microsco- microscopic call out. And it's just a picture of ground beef. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, turns your brain into beef. Yeah. No. Um, you got some, you got some uh, 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 brands here. You've got Bapo's Meat, uh, which sells mm-hmm. hot dogs and the thick chips. Um, yep. and granny creams, hot butter, ice cream, yep. <laughs> which, which I would, I would eat, um, <laughs> heat it up find, uh, and they pour it down. Uh, uh, original Robert, uh, here fancies himself the real enforcer on hypnospace and mm-hmm. runs a page about scams. Yes. Uh, with, you know, real good. Mm-hmm. Um, he is skeptical about the cafe and then also about the HSPD. Yes. That you're part of. Yeah. Uh, the real jackpot here is Abby's world. Um, Abby is a first grade teacher, uh, who likes to post the artwork of her, uh, of, of, of her, of her class. She also has a place called Hypnospace Heaven, uh, mm-hmm. which has like where people can write tributes to their lost loved vo- lost loved ones. Um, Abby is real sad cause she lost her daughter 10 years ago. Um, and you know, sees this as, you know, a tribute, uh, to her here, um, and, you know, there are a couple of other details. Uh, she talks about this unlisted page called The Dumpster, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of a stand-in for something awful. It's an unlisted page that roasts various hypnopage, uh, hypnospace citizens. Um, yeah, and I, and she's also a big fan of Gum, Gumshoe Gooper. Mm-hmm. So um, if you head on over to The Dumpster, uh, we learn that there is this world's version of kind of like and you have it here is vaporwave. Yeah, um, I, I, that was the closest thing that I could think of at the time. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool punk is uh, like techno with pitch shifted vocals mixed with Christmas sound effects, <laughs> sleigh bells and stuff. Sleigh but bells, also, but also uh, incorporating Chatterman samples. Chatterman samples, <laughs> and then also uh, everything is about being cold uh-huh or like that is the theme for all of the lyrical content in cool yes. punk so it's very literal yeah um but people you know people are it's like poser music for shitheads there's this whole arc with somebody lip-syncing mm-hmm. uh there um so we will learn about that but the uh you know more stuff on uh, abby's page mm-hmm. um we find out that she's running this campaign to elect sandy as the new leader of good time valley yes um to to replace uh this guy named scotty um, but she has this gif of Gumshoe Gooper playing the sax on her page. Yes. Uh, Here's Gumshoe Gooper <laughs> playing, playing at Sandy's inauguration. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Um, yeah. And you, again, that creeping feeling of like, I'm the bad guy here uh-huh. is you, you strike that and it's fine, but you have to strike a certain number mm-hmm. of uh, infringements. And if you try to, st- I was like, oh, this won't work. I tried to strike 
one of the children's drawings and it does work. Mm -hmm. Like those children are also violating this copyright. Yeah. Uh, you cannot draw Gumshoe Gooper. Nope. And some of them are very abstract. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, there's one that's first graders. <laughs> there's one that's too abstract. Like so, you yeah. know, when, when you're done, like the page is mostly empty except for one where the kid was just a shitty artist and didn't do it. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, you're the bad guy. Uh, and like yeah. as you're doing it, she updates her status. Like everybody has a little status at the top saying you know, just, uh, I want a refund now. You know, I, I didn't know it was a, I didn't know it was a crime to post somebody else's art. Uh, this is going to become a cause. Yeah. yeah. Can, in real life, you can buy a patch for that cause Ooh, for your jacket or whatever. It's on a uh, fan gamer. <laughs> nice. So the, uh, Gooper Alliance or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, but this is, this is very easy yeah. uh, to go do this. Every time you do it um you get this very not really period appropriate like this doesn't feel like the 90s but mm -hmm. incredibly kinesthetically satisfying gavel sound and explosion of coins uh-huh uh kind of thing that reminded me um you know we talked about papers please part of the reason why that game is really good is how satisfying the sound effects are yeah same thing here like that gavel like chunk chunk yep. you know just that feels good mm -hmm. um you know getting through here uh but you rack up a bunch of infringements uh against her um you can also report people Yes. Um, if they get a certain number of infringements, this is part of, part of your onboarding. And this ultimately ends up being a low key way to save a couple of lives. Yeah. Uh, later on, which I didn't do. Same. Uh, but you can, you know, um, which is just fascinating that the game accounts for that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, we're introduced to, to one of my favorite characters in the, the game uh, <laughs> in the next case um, where you get, you know, it's, Hey, good, look, good job in the gumshoe grouper case. Um, you choose when to, to close out cases yeah, because you can get more than the minimum number and you get a bonus depending on how many you've gotten. Mm -hmm. Um, your next case is to investigate harassment claims against somebody in teen topia, uh, or, you know, the claims are against the person. Yes. Uh, they yeah. harass somebody else though. Uh, this character named Zane rocks 14. He, although he's 15 now. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> Zane Rocks is uh again a Tim and Eric character. He's like a he's he's like a little shit. He's he's got this yeah, with yeah. The, the spiky blonde hair. I'm he's never ever gonna wipe my butt. He's <laughs> never 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 gonna wipe his butt. Yep. I'm never gonna wipe my butt. Yeah, like he, it's basically Zane. Yep. <laughs> he's got the spiky blonde hair. He's got the you know, he always shows himself in uh in in sunglasses and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a he's a bad punk. Um. <laughs> God, well, we'll get we'll get to his page, but he's going to be a central figure here for this. Uh, to find him, we go to Teen Topia. Teen Topia <laughs> is added to our zones, and God, I love Teen Topia. Yep, um, Teen Topia <laughs> is very, very good. Yeah, uh, something that I really enjoy is that, like a lot, you know, a, a fair number of these pages, especially in, um, oh gosh, in Good Time Valley and Teen Topia, are made on trials, so they've got ads yeah. on them, and then like when you switch to a later period of time um the, like they, they expire and the pages go away um mm -hmm. so and also the people who have the trial pages up are, are just they, they're really out of their depth when it comes to making one of these um yeah. which is very fun and also just brings me back it's all well the, observed all of the stuff so yeah. um something that seemed kind of fishy here given the content uh is that the pages on teentopia they've got a, a little banner at the bottom of them saying that oh this meets the requirements set by the american republic children's entertainment act mm -hmm. which first off like okay american republic that's weird but also this is educational okay um yeah. and the reason that is is because of one page we see for counselor ronnie <laughs> yes 
uh, the whole arc with Counselor Counselor Ronnie is great. Yes. Like learning about Counselor Ronnie and how this worked is this is a really nuanced and cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, when you go there, there's a bunch of advertisement uh, for this company called Monarch Games, and they have a thing called Squishers Quest, which is <laughs> basically um, Squishers is Pokemon mm-hmm. uh, in this, and Squishers Quest is a scavenger hunt to get these animal images of the different Squishers. Yes. Um, we can have. And this Teentopia is all about this. Mm-hmm. So you'll be browsing yeah. the pages and you'll see a little image of one of these squishers. You click on it, it goes squishers. And then there's a little guitar riff. Um, and you've yeah. got, I think there are 10 of them. Um, and the yes. designs on them are all very good. Some of them are takeoffs on Pokemon. Some of them are just other uh, cartoon characters. One's very obviously Slimer. Um, you could see a version of Hypnospace Outlaw that had squishers as a playable game. Yeah. Uh, which would be fun. But again, that wouldn't quite be you know, super accurate. Right. To be able to play that online at the time. Mm-hmm. But I did want to play Squishers. The one, when you go to the review for Squishers, uh, it shows a Pokemon screenshot and it's like your, your Squisher versus like a snake. <laughs> and it's like, uh, I can't remember what your Squisher is, but he's like, he's afraid. He doesn't speak the snake's language. <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> I, I love it. Way into it. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. But just, it, God, I, I love that the kids, the kids zone is just completely full. A, of adults pretending to be kids. Um, and mm-hmm. B, just, just nothing but advertisements. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, but yeah, Counselor Ronnie, like, they've got, uh, like, incorrect, basically, trivia on it. Saying, like, hey, learn more about the world. Um, my, my, my favorite of them. Did you know the Greek tradition of smashing plates was invented by the philosopher Plato who coincidentally also invented plates? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the reason, so there's, it's interesting too. Cause like one of the things as you like unravel this game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so the reason why there's fake trivia on there is because counselor Ronnie is fake. Yes. Like this is, this is a, a Minx guy mm-hmm. who, who is doing this as a joke. Yeah. Minx so is the hacker collective. Yeah. Um, intentionally doing that. And then mm-hmm. later you end up finding him actually kind of doing counseling because <laughs> Merchant Soft doesn't do it. No. Like they're not actually taking care of the kids because they're a tor- horrible, shitty company. So the community kind of ends up taking care of its own, mm-hmm. um, which is really great. So you see this thing and I'm like, oh, is this just Hypnospace Outlaw being wacky? No, it's it's a character within Hypnospace Outlaw being wacky, mm-hmm. you know, and actually having an arc. Like a lot of things in this game are a little deeper than they initially seem. Yes. Which I really love. Mm-hmm. Something that's not deeper than initially seems is Ashley's spinning planets, which yep. is literally just a, a nine-year-old girl who is creating self, basically original character fan art of planets, uh, yep. different things. Like this is a planet that's all water. This is Jesus planet because everybody who lives there is good. Uh, kind of a major character. Yeah. We're going to learn about here is Tiffany. Um, she has a horror page where she has her scaries, yes. which are what they have instead of like almost like creepypastas, like choose your own adventure creepypastas yeah, yeah. in this world. Um, and the uh, the kind of premiere one, a bunch of these you can play. They're not very robust. No, no. Uh, interactive fictions at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they tend to just have one path through them. But uh, you play through them. They have images and GIFs and sounds. They're fun. Yeah. Um, but there's one uh, that is about people in Good Time Valley getting links to this Eldrick horror website called True Tranquility. Yeah. Uh, True Tranquility is a theme of, like, the early game mysteries here mm-hmm. um, and is tied to uh, this specific kid, uh, Tim, a.k.a. Tim Ageddon, mm-hmm. um, who has, like, a real cool guy website. It just does this <laughs> kind of soundtrack and does not show very much, but mm-hmm. he's going to end up being an incredibly important character. Yes. Uh, to this game. Yeah. Uh, Tim Ageddon, he works with Tiffany. Like, he does the art and helps her, like, do the web design for her scaries. Um, and he likes her. 
yes, he he does like her, and it's a little bit heartbreaking to like look at the updates on Tiffany's page and like her answering questions like, "Hey, are you are you and Tim a thing?" Like, "No, we're just buddies. We're you know, we're, you know like yep. like oh geez, uh, poor Tim." Yep, Tim's having a rough one. Yeah, yeah. Tim, in many ways, is the ultimate victim of this. Yes, game. Other than the people of the people who die. Who die. <laughs> He, Tim is the second of the victims. Yes. Second tier. Yeah. Victims. Uh, poor Tim. Um, yeah. But we've let's got... Let's talk Zane. <laughs> let's talk Zane. Uh, he's 15 years old. He's from Boise, Boise, Idaho. He's the person who's a big fan. It's not Seether. It's like Seepage is the name of the band. Yeah. Seepage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like this Lincoln Park. Yeah. You know, late 90s rap rock kind of sounding thing. <laughs> um, he's been doing his own uh, comics. Yeah, uh, which I love. Uh, you can go to his comics, and they're just like very like he's real cool. Like people yep. recruit him to be cool. Yeah, I, um, he's like I, I'm a, I'm a kid. I'm a kid at school who's way too cool. And the the teachers are demons, and the demon slayer shows up and like yes, they are demons. Come on our journey, and then it's basically yep. doom self self insert fan fiction. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, you can link to his girlfriend's page, which was uh, has all these things about how awesome he is. Uh-huh. But if you check the IDs, it was made by him, <laughs> uh, which is really great. Yeah. Uh, but there's nothing really on his page uh, that you can see, uh, at least directly, that would constitute uh, harassment. Uh, there, you learn that something is, you know, possibly wrong because you go over to um, uh, the page that is run by somebody named that Brassy Kid, who is a 16-year-old uh, kid named Corey. Uh, from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, so out there in Amish country. Uh, it's called That Brassy Kid because he plays the tuba. Um, and his page and his fake girlfriend both have a, a badge on them that says Zane, it's the Zane Sucks Club. And it's a picture of, of Zane, um, you know, of his cartoon character having his head cut off. Like, okay, that's mm -hmm. harassment. That's no good. But that goes to an off-site. It goes to an unlisted page that is specifically a hate site made by Zane about That Brassy Kid. Yeah. And it's, uh, so the, uh, when you find that you find like Zane has his own dumpster version yeah. of this. He, he um, idolizes you know, the dumpster. The dumpster talks about like, they wrote a, like, they wrote an article scathing against Zane's site. He thought it was like a good, cool thing that he, Oh, I've, I've got the attention of this guy, of this dude that I like. Um, yeah. but that is another clue to get you to Zane's clone of the dumpster got game or way lame. Yes, yeah. where he rates people on whether they have game or whether they're very lame. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's bad. Yeah. That's that's harassment. So you can click him enough, and you can click him enough to get him uh, reported. Yeah. Uh, and when people get reported, it's not like, again, talking about the scale. I was like, oh, they're going to get turned into food. <laughs> or like, oh, they're you know, they're going to get like dragged off to a death camp. No, you know, we're not dealing with that, uh, which is great. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of like you, you can report him. After a couple of days, you get a thing. It's like, oh, they got a warning or they got a suspension for yeah. a short time or what mm -hmm. have you. Yeah. So God Gamer Way Lame is like these little interviews. It's like a, you know, just he's, it's him hosting a show. Episode one is his, is basically him creating a story where Seepage, the band, talks about how awesome he is. And the mm -hmm. other one is his, quote, interview with Corey, who he characterizes as fat and smelly. Like just, he says that a toilet full of diarrhea is Corey's mom. So, yeah. um, you know, Zane is harassing Corey and Corey is harassing Zane back. You report both of them enough that they both get reprimanded. Uh, so we move on. The next uh, case is about extra legal commerce um, because there is this thing uh, called Kappa Cash. Like ordinarily, very much by design, you cannot take HypnoCoin and get real world money for it. Mm -hmm. But Kappa Cash trades. 
right. for those two things. You take this fake internet money and you make real money mm-hmm. out of it. Um, so you, uh, this opens up a conspiracy zone called open eyed, um, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, again, late nineties, internet, tons of conspiracy shit. Yep. Um, and yeah, you had to find all of the, uh, merchant links for this Kappa cash. Right. Thing. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to be on front street. Uh, and you're going to be looking at all these paranoid people's sites, but, uh, yes. just like a lot of conspiracy theories, uh, all of the, uh, conspiracy people are hypervigilant about one thing, but completely oblivious about everything else. So yes. it's really fun to go and find their weaknesses. Uh, the first one is funny. Um, you've got lookout ministries led by the prophet Todd Hall. He believes that he's put here by mistake. He wants to be in good time Valley. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got all this conspiracy stuff, including a page about how Squishers is a satanic conspiracy, like pointing out all of these uh, occult symbols that are on the individual things. Uh, this is mm-hmm. uh, pulled like specifically from a similar thing about Pokemon, actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fun. Uh, but this serves he, uh, as a good uh, a good clue for a later end game puzzle. Yeah, I was gonna say like some of the uh, the symbols actually tie into yeah a little Easter egg, which again is not playing small ball it's mm-hmm. people being goofs yes <laughs> you know um there's a there's a website called secret uncovered uh secrets uncovered mm-hmm. where this dramatic music plays as you scroll down past all these warnings <laughs> about you know would you really want the secret when you get down to the bottom there's an under construction message yep uh, <laughs> working cute. on it yeah and when you come back after a time skip um there's a link to a second page that does the same thing <laughs> yeah and it ends in a bunch <laughs> of broken links yeah real good yeah Oh, good. Um, uh, in this world, there's a cryptid called Tall Green. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a website called Tall Green Factor Fiction um, about this Bigfoot character. And yeah. there's a grainy video shot in the forest mm-hmm. that is proof <laughs> of this. Yeah. I love at the end. It says, any questions? Did Ant think so? God, yeah. Like, the, the, like typos as comedy. It's a real, it's a real hard thing to pull off. Uh, yeah. But it's art when it happens. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Uh, there's the page, the truth about Trennis. So one of the, you know, one of the clues that this is, is an, it, it's, it's in an alternate reality. Tennis in this world uh, is played on a circular court with three participants. Uh, this mm-hmm. author says, hey, my ancestor invented the real Trennis, tennis, and it was covered up. Um, and it has like yeah. all these diagrams that look like, you know, conspiracy theory, you know, just fanatic person. Um, and there's a fun, a fun little line here. There was no center grabber either, just two people playing. So it's not just three people, but there's a person in the center of the court trying to grab the ball. Yeah. Well, I love that. <laughs> yep. uh, that mo- motion. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's a, a, there are first kind of like actual hint to our. Our thing, or thing that it says on the trail, is a psychic named Sherry Heels, mm-hmm. and uh, she offers consultations. Um, so you have to pay, like you pay her thirty three hypno coin, and you get a link to her real directory, which is for Kappa Cash. Right. Um, so you can you can do this, but this isn't enough to do the actual thing. No. Um, previous to this, we've seen a couple of people complaining about something. Uh, this assistant program called Professor Helper, <laughs> um, that is free to download but costs money to uninstall. Yeah. Um, and it constantly gives you pop-up ads. <laughs> um, and he pops up that, really slowly from the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, uh, when you have it, you get a virus as well that makes your, uh, screen wave back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like you're on a cruise Everyone's ship because its main offer is a, is a cruise ship yep. that you can go on to. Yeah. Um, and so you go to his page, like there's a, a professor helper page and there's a link to a whole network of scams. Uh, like yeah. they got a cat bed. They've got a year 2000 survival kit, which has like a Bible in it. It's like a Bible and yeah. a can opener. 
they've got a book of conspiracies called blood money uh chapter 10 is getting to third base the secret under c1 that's great <laughs> dirty yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. yeah but all of these associated pages have what a good um... base <laughs> third yep hell yeah dude okay. um great base <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna disagree with you yeah yeah but all of these uh, all of these scams can be paid for with Capicoin. Um, and so this gives you your source of, uh, of violations. And we get our first little bit of subterfuge from Adrian here, because, um, after you flagged a couple of these, he's been monitoring you yeah. and you get an email that's like, Hey, good job flagging those, but do not flag professor helper's account. Yeah. Don't get them banned because uh, we're, we're working on a merger. Basically Kappa, no. Kappa coin is a, uh, is a, it's a, it's a Thor on our side right now, but they have infrastructure. We're going to, you know, get involved and like, are these scammers? Really? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So you can make Adrian yeah. real mad. Um, I decided not to because I didn't want to like get a game over or whatever. I didn't know what kind of game this was going to be at that point. Um, but and just being a principled cop. Well, yeah. For this, like I'm not against Kappa Coin. <laughs> like I, I was, I wasn't about. I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. You know, I'm playing along. Yeah. Um, you get an email here with an executable uh, installing this thing called True Tranquility. Uh, we've seen that before. This mm-hmm. is a hint. You know, um, and this turns your screen into this like nightmare. Yeah. Uh, this very aggressive like True Sans kind of a uh, photoshoppy yeah loud nightmare mm-hmm. yes and uh, it says blessed are you for you have been chosen to serve as a host of the festering orifice like okay yeah mm-hmm. this is this isn't actually rolling this is this is just tim timageddon being being scary being good at yeah. writing horror fiction and making it happen so you install it you get a message um so it's after you install it right away you get a message from dylan saying hey don't click it uh because this will this will mess you up um and your next assignment is to go and find the other places where this hack went through um and flag these shock images as illegal even though they're not actually breaking any law um i think they do a real good job of having the having something represent the shock image that is not itself a shock image i agree um, yeah. And this opens up a uh, cool punk paradise <laughs> to us. Um, so cool punk, as we mentioned what that is, uh, we're going to learn a lot about this. Um, it has been bought. It is, is sold. It's been bought by a soda company. Yep. So a lot of pages are advertisements. Yep. For uh, gray, for gray, gray, pink, gray, gray peak cola. <laughs> yeah. Gray peak. Cool. Uh, and it is uh, a lot of the songs are about it as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here. Yeah, so I love it as just this astroturfed movement. Like later on, you you, know, you get you see some chat logs, and it's like, oh yeah, Cool Punk was initially just like three kids fucking around, but we decided to co-opt it. And there's again that kind of uh, astroturfing thing here, where you can go um, to the Cool Punk, uh, get a review mm-hmm. of Chiller's like album, and it's by the same people. Yeah, it's the same people who do the Chiller page, mm-hmm. things like that, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a very specific thing here. So you can combine Slushmouth's page, which has this uh, history of the music genres in this, that is based on a real electronic yeah. music document mm-hmm. uh, thing that I believe uh, Tara told me about when uh, we met them at Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Yes. Yeah. I remember I remember that and going to check it out. And like mm-hmm. it's been updated. Like just any like weird little niche or it's not been updated, but people have continued doing kind of the same thing. Uh, talking about these niche uh, electronic music uh, kind of things. This is represented here. This is uh, really fun. I like it quite a bit. Uh, and it ends with this real dismissal of cool punk. You know, if I have to hear another sleigh bell, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. Yeah. 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 Fool. Cause the sleigh bells are good actually. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You don't know what you had. Slush them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but the takeover is on the Chatterman, Chatterman's page. You can go back to Good Time Valley. You've got Burn and Rubber, uh, Burn and Rubber 50, Noble Warlock, who like is the person in universe who is responsible for a lot of really bad 3D, uh, 3D models that you find. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Guru Gus on the uh, on the eyes open uh, kind of page. Guru Gus is interesting because like he's got one of those pages that mimics a physical space. And like you go to his Tower of Tranquility and he adds new floors to it every once yeah. in a while. Yeah. Which is real fun. Um, you can find a couple shock images before this this chapter ends. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't I can't remember exactly how I did it. I think I just was browsing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do a couple of them and work on this case. But eventually you receive a message from Dylan. Yeah. Um, he's talking about this game outlaw. He's like, Hey, do you want to beta test this? Uh, and the implication is really like you have to. Yes. Um, and as soon as you do, it's this like very simple kind of Atari style, uh, racing catching game. Mm-hmm. Like eventually there's a working version of outlaw. You can play to see what he's going for, but this starts glitching out in a really unpleasant way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when you remember like, Oh, this is a headband that's directing, you know, directly <laughs> interfacing with my brain, Yep. you know, in the fiction, like yep. I'm not supposed to have a mouse <clears throat> between me and this. Um, so it, it crashes, uh, and then you wake up three weeks later. Yes. Um, this has burned out your headset. Yeah. Uh, and like now we're picking up in the second time period. Yes. In chapter two. So it's just after Thanksgiving. We've gotten our replacement uh, headband, um, and things have gone real bad uh, because mm-hmm. uh, you know, Dylan sent this out to all the enforcers, using them as beta testers for him. So their headbands were burned out too. Uh, so of well, course, exclusively burned out. So yes. like there were no enforcers for three weeks. Yes, uh, and, and of course, Dylan, uh, instead of recognizing that this would be a time where you need leadership on the HSPD, uh, he says, "No, I've got other stuff I need to do. I'm going to put temps and interns in charge of it." And he puts Samantha, that new, <laughs> he puts the the, you know, the new employee in charge of it uh, and ends the message with her saying, "Like, hey, yeah, can you just kind of take care of this with thanks, milady." Dylan yeah. sucks. D- Dylan sucks really bad. Uh, the amount of times he cites being too busy to do anything uh-huh. is really well observed and annoying. Uh, yeah, like I've, I don't. <laughs> I've worked I, at companies. I, it, I've worked with both a Dylan and an Adrian. Uh, working like I've worked with with them as well. Mm-hmm. I think in general, uh, I find that there is a big comorbidity with somebody sucking yeah. with how busy they talk about being. Yes, how busy they want like, to appear. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not like people aren't busy. Right. Like, people are actually super busy. Like, I get that. Yeah. But if you're constantly talking about it, mm-hmm. maybe rethink that because <laughs> it doesn't come off well. Right. Um, it, it is uh, inherently self-important yeah. to always weigh your tasks against the entire rest of the world. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but this whole, this starts a kind of a free-form intro to this chapter where you don't have any cases. They're just like, hey, things are a mess out there. Yeah. Like, just go on patrol. Yeah find stuff and you get to go in and check and see how things have changed like this is very clever mm-hmm. uh doing this day by day or in real time wouldn't work but having you know this the second day three weeks later you get to see how the internet has changed 
Um, and the big news, especially around Cool Punk Paradise or Cool Punk Zone or whatever, is that uh, Chowderman and the Crunchers have uh, had a disaster at Cool Fest 99, yeah. which is a thinly veiled version of Woodstock 99. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Chowderman lost his leg. The drummer died. Mm-hmm. Um, all because they wanted to have a big stunt where the crunchers would play a set and some fans would uh, be able to ride in the in the chatter copter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, we're <laughs> just gonna chattercopter crash. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna chatter copter away, and it crashed, like yeah. killing three fans. Yeah, so it's uh, yep. Chatterman's not in a good place now. No, it's sad, sad, sad for Chatterman. Yeah. Um, there's an, an Dylan Merchant made an alternative to that Slushmouth music guide. It's mm-hmm. like way less snarky and dismissive of his music, which is the music he likes. Mm-hmm. That is basically uh, electronic, soft psychedelic yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I just I just love Dylan, this incredibly busy person who just doesn't have focus and like ah, I'm going to go make a shittier version of this thing that somebody else makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and more more friendly and more like less divisive. Yeah, you know, a yeah. sanitized version. Uh, you go and check and see what happened with the Gumshoe Gooper stuff. If you go to Good Time Valley, you see that the Stand with Gooper movement has uh, has started. Um, mm-hmm. And if you go to the cafe, uh, and specifically to the Workers Workers Alternative, you find out that there's another side to that culture war as well. So the Workers Alternative says, uh, yes, all of these uh, all of these images were taken down because Merchant Soft is down with the cause. Uh, Gumshoe Cooper was anti or was imperialist propaganda. And so Tina Briggs, we can't confirm this, but she might be down with socialism. And so that's why she had us take down Cooper to, you know, to reduce the visibility or whatever of this. Uh, that's one side over a good time Valley. Everybody thinks Cooper was taken down specifically to be, you know, because Merchant Soft is pro-communist. And we get this big, like, hagiographic biography of W.E. Briggs, who made anti-communist cartoons before leaving the government, uh, you know, before leaving the propaganda business to make Cooper. So it's not even specifically, it's not even specifically related, but it has started this huge rift. Um, That stand with Cooper, there's like a stand with Cooper web ring. Mm-hmm. Here, that's the the patch you can get, as I mentioned. Yes. Yeah, stand with Cooper. It's a great patch. <laughs> if I sewed, I would get it. Yes. Um, the uh, community leader there, um, M- Mr. Old Fashioned, mm-hmm. um, has this kind of half-hearted note on his page saying, like, hey, don't use the Cooper image. Yeah, because yeah. everybody is using it in protest. And you go to all these pages, and they all have the X's that say where something yeah. was taken down. Well, yeah, and you have to take down a bunch of them. Yeah. Like, there's all these pages where people just, like, drag and drop a thousand goopers <laughs> onto their page, like, in between text, the over text and everything like that. It's yeah. very churlish. Oh, geez. Um, so, Good Time Valley, as a part of this, you know, previously they were trying to make Sandy the new leader, uh, but they have dropped her and have gone anti-Sandy because Sandy rightly points out that, hey, maybe this is somebody's estate, like, doing a copyright thing. Maybe we don't have to get all, all up in arms about this. Uh, so yeah. now they back Reginald, who is fully in for the Gooper cause. Yeah. Which is good. It is, it is such a good representation of the culture war. I love it. Yeah. Pro-Gooper. Pro <laughs> the, uh... You know, so the other people were in on it. Uh, we've seen before Noble Warlock, R.R. Ranch, and Burnin' Rubber 50, mm-hmm. um, who has a, a thing called Beef Brain Shield Pro uh, installed. <laughs> which, this page which is protected is, by Beef Brain Shield Pro. Which is just a frame that puts that they put around their site that says Beef Brain can't get past here. It's, it reminds me a lot of uh, Neo Genesis or Rio Genesis uh-huh. from uh, On Cinema. Yep. You know, like it's got big Rio Genesis vibes <laughs> uh, to it. 
one cup of peanut um, butter. Yep. <laughs> yeah, real good. Um, um, and we find out we can look into Beef Brain Shield Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, it's developed by somebody named Dr. Minx uh, from Pro Medical Solutions, mm-hmm. who uh, says he's 223 years old from Big Brain Hospital, New York. <laughs> the town of Big Brain Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, this is, our, I think, our first official exposure to Minx. Yes. Uh, M1 and X. Right. Um, and on their page where they are not selling this, but just having people download Beef, Beef Shield Pro, um, they're saying to form hypnospaces images, uh, uh, images and sound, radiated electrons are beamed into your front, frontal, frontial and sidial lobes. Sidial. <laughs> frontial and sidial. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, at Teentopia, there are more planets on Ashley Spinning Planets, uh, including Tidy mm-hmm. Planet. Uh, but her yeah. mom has had her put Beef Brain Shield Pro on the site because her mom is uh, upset about the Beef Brain. She's worried about her daughter. Uh, Corey has written an apology to Zane. I hear him broken up with Corey's girlfriend. We didn't mention this before, but Corey's girlfriend is made by Corey as well. Yes. Both Zane and Corey are shitty and making up <laughs> fake girlfriends. Right. Um, so Zane is now mad at the dumpster. It's like he realized they were making fun of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really sad that his comics got taken down, uh, the funny ones that were harassment. Uh, Tiffany at Beyond Twilight, you know, the person who does the scariest, there's a new scary up there. Uh, she's actually um, apologized for helping spread uh, Tim McGeddon's true tranquility virus. She thought it'd be a fun joke, but it went uh, it went too far. Um, and this is kind of a, a real early lead here to get enough violations to move on the plot. Mm-hmm. At the top of her page, she actually has a message asking uh, the HSPD for help. Um, because Corey and Zane have been harassing her over chat. Yeah. Um, so she has all these screenshots she provides. We can't actually chat mm-hmm. uh, with her, but we get to see uh, screen things and screenshots. And they're both, like, pretty gross. Yeah, really bad. And it's it's kind of remarkable that there was no system provided for that, that she had to, like, put up a, that she had to put up, a like, an image basically asking for help. You know? Well, and it, it gets worse because you, mm-hmm. you report the screenshots and Samantha's like, great, this obviously shows that Corey and Zane are the bad guys, but because she put up the screenshots, these points are on Tiffany's on thing yeah. on her account. So Samantha sends Dylan a message saying like, hey, can we move those violation points? And Dylan's like, I, I don't think so. I'll look into it, but it's not really our problem. Yeah. Uh, so it's like they, they don't give a shit. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. awful, awful company. Um, so around this time, you get a message about a hack at Merchant Soft, and you're told to change your password, but there's really no way to do that. This is, uh, this is important. Um, specifically, we're going to, you know, uh, later on, uh, find out what, what happened here, but it's noteworthy that we are right around Thanksgiving at this point. Um, so the, uh, Cool Punk Paradise, um, the community is an uproar because in addition to, you know, at the disastrous Cool Fest, not <laughs> only was their helicopter crash, but Freezer was caught. Uh, lip syncing which kind of is a bigger deal is treated as a bigger deal yeah which is you know is 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 saying something yeah um and they show video footage of it like super grainy video footage of it <laughs> and then there's people who are defending it um and then you find out those are the people behind freezer mm-hmm. if you look at their web ids yeah um the cool punk is dead guy says the genre has been co-opted you know being co-opted by brands so i'm creating something called the fungus scene yeah uh which is the new kind of genre of music that grows like a fungus underground mm-hmm. so it's got um, all these all these new pages and fungus uh, you know the, the the fungus scene or whatever it is like all of it is like heavy reverb with like cave sounds yeah and droning yeah. synths and stuff it's really good yep yep um, nothing much happens over at eyes open. Uh, most of the people there have beef brain shield, uh, beef brain shield pro installed. 
which mm-hmm. is very funny because they are all very they're they're all very credulous. Uh, the big thing we get a uh, we get a message from dispatch, which is just Samantha at this point saying, "Hey, there is some illegal speed doubling software going on, um, and we need you to head over to this new new zone that's on your route uh, called Starport Castle Dream Station." Yes, <laughs> um, real nice. Yeah. Um, so this is a, a thing. When we go here, we can start seeing that um, drama around this because um adrian merchant consolidated a bunch of these niche communities so all of the dorks um sci-fi the fantasy the gaming the comics and everything uh into one zone and nobody likes it by the time you get there everyone has already moved on yeah um when you go there it's like oh this was this is you know, follow me. I have to support my friends. I have to do what's right. Follow me to the freelance. Yeah. And what's funny is the freelance is just a page in Starport yeah. Castle Dream Station um, that is way less effective and usable. Um, that is also kind of its own little fiefdom. Um, yeah. <laughs> which, which is really good. You know, better, better to rule in hell. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, notably, one of the people who was part of this is Roddy. Uh, we've seen his page on the um, we've seen his page on the Merchant Soft. Like he is a an employee, um, and mm-hmm. he's the person who primarily works on the virtual pets. Uh, he shut down his fan page for this um, uh, for this comic book about Taurus the Bowl Man, and he moved it into the the, the Sovereign Alliance of Imagination Freelance uh, in solidarity. Um, and kind of the main thing that's happening here. So the freelance site went down, and it came back throttled. And there's this manifesto saying, like, hey, we have this ultimatum of the throttle isn't lifted. We're all going to switch to Cyber World Z. So we've got the throttling and the speed doubling. This has to be related. Um, and we, we're learning about the competition here, Cyber World Z, mm-hmm. here, which ends up actually being a motivation for some of the villainy. Yes. That happens in this, the, uh, the, you know, that, uh, that competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go and explore uh, this. And this is played as a little map. Mm-hmm. Um, where you have arrows to move around to explore this map. And yeah. this is where a lot of like secrets end up, <laughs> uh, being, yeah. you end up spending a lot of time here. Yeah. And the, I, I got um, real nostalgic about this cause it's like, uh, it's like kingdom of loathing or Neopets or something. You know, there were yeah, just a ton yeah. of sites even back in the day like that, that were, you know, like, yeah. Oh, we're a world now. Yeah. And, and the background song is ready to shave. <laughs> so again, seven minute prog song about shaving, but maybe so much yeah. more. Maybe so much more. Uh, as we find out checking out the founders of this site, uh, Gil and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love those like amazing 90s dorky internet husband-wife team. Love it. You know, big, big Roberta and, and Ken Williams. <laughs> yep. Feelings. Uh, running a campaign to make my wife the uh, the webmaster for the town. Yeah. On <laughs> <laughs> Tompy Tears. Um, yeah. Um, um, so Gil has a page about, um, his self-insert cyber cog tabletop setting. Cyber cog is steampunk, mm-hmm. uh, in this, and he has an analysis of chowder man, uh, <laughs> this chowder man song about shaving, ready to shave and what it's really about. Yep. Which is really fun. Yeah. Um, uh, additionally, there's some more music going on. You can go over to Casper air graphics. Uh, this is a mm-hmm. guy who used to be, uh, I believe a member of the, of the prog band Clifta. Uh, Clifta's mm-hmm. real good. <laughs> I like Clifta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he has washed out of that, and now he is airbrushing vans. 
Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he doesn't own the rights to his own music. He promotes using something called F-List to get it. Uh, this is not the first time we've heard about F-List, uh, the file sharing service that uh, is on Hypnospace. But uh, this is kind of the one of the times where it's really notable about a particular character. And F-List is going to be real important at the end of this chapter. Yeah. And it's also one of the ways that this game can sequence break. Yes. Like when I talked about earlier in the generalities about letting this game lead you around. Mm-hmm. So I ended up like, I was like, oh, F-List and did all of the stuff to get access to F-List. Uh-huh. Like basically right now. Yeah. Because um, I thought this was going to be like, oh, like maybe somebody it's file sharing. Mm-hmm. So I assume this is like Napster or whatever, but maybe that's how people are sharing, you know, the, the speed the violation speed stuff. stuff. Yeah. 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 You know, so you can, you can do this at any time and you can even, <laughs> I think you can even get F-List in the first time zone yeah um you can do the steps so you can mm-hmm. you can do the stuff in any order really yeah and you, i think if you do that you jump from the first chapter like right to the epilogue pretty much yeah, yeah it, it goes quick yeah you, it goes quick you still have to do the things yeah like yeah. the plot events that move the chapters still have to happen mm-hmm. um like there's no way to get through this without testing outlaw for right. example yeah um so we find a website called the observer which is a video game review page uh, <laughs> which is obviously pretty fun yep um, you know, and, uh, one of the articles is like, Hey, it's weird that hypno hypno OS doesn't have any, uh, games on it. And Dylan says, Hey, look forward to the year 2000 update. Wink, so wink. we can put that together. You know, we just played his, uh, his, his prototype. This is a very bad game that broke immediately. It, yeah. Yeah. And broke, well, broke and broke your, your right. headset, broke your mm-hmm. brain. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there are plans. I just, I just love that Dylan is so micromanaging and involved that he, you know, pops in on this review page. <laughs> Like, yeah he's just fucking everywhere man oh man uh so the way forward here on one of the screens as you're navigating around you find this barely hidden video file that's created by roddy um again one of the hypno s programmers giving this hint about how to find something called the accelerator axx accelerator uh yep. and you have to go to a secret page two east of roddy's bullring and one north of casper's rocket yep yeah, so that's a hint about how to uh, how to move things forward here. But there are a couple of other places we can look at. If you go to Roddy's page here, which would be a reasonable place to try to go to, mm-hmm. um, after that, you get his development di- diary. And he talks about how they've been foisting moderator duties onto Hypnospace users, mm-hmm. which is you. Yes. Um, <laughs> and how he can't get his compression software onto the OS. But he kind of tells you, like, hey, hey, uh, you know, people download my virtual pets. Yes. Um, one of the more clever uh, puzzles in the game to me. Mm-hmm um we should talk about virtual pets you could get them way earlier than this yeah you and can buy how their work will be important to this um they suck yeah <laughs> uh it put it puts a pet i got these surfing squid um <laughs> Me and too. surfing squid is horrible uh it goes back and forth um mm-hmm. but it is just a money and time sink mm-hmm. um it poops and you have to clean up its poop or its happiness goes down and you have mm-hmm. to buy food with actual hypno coins yeah uh, like a neopet or what have you. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of walks back and forth. Yeah. And it constantly makes noise. Oh yeah. yeah. Really <laughs> annoying. That poop sound, like when you're trying to like solve the mysteries, <laughs> super fucking obnoxious. I don't recommend getting a virtual pet. No, no. Um, or the accelerator software, uh, <laughs> honestly, because both of them are constant interruptions. The accelerator one's amazing because it's basically a shock. Like it's like a screamer every every yeah. few minutes because it, it puts it puts up a pop-up that has like a thunderbolt sound on it so you're just yep. you know concentrating leaning in like okay i've got to figure out what to do and then like it does work uh-huh it does make it go faster <laughs> but man it's not worth it not worth yeah. it yeah uh i love gary's control room gary's control room is really really good it's so uh, sad it's it's really really sad yeah. uh, he's got you know so he's a dungeon master uh-huh 
Um, he's like, hey, if you've ever been to a CyberCog convention, you probably met me. I've been to over three of them in the last 20 years or whatever. <laughs> right. um, and you can do his interactive story, mm-hmm. like his his scary, basically. Yeah. Which is about, uh, you know, he's an ordinary, it's like, it's so sad. Like, you're an ordinary person without purpose. Do you try to find purpose or do you continue being an ordinary nothing? <laughs> and all of the ways you can jump off are ends of the story until eventually it just starts saying, don't pick this. Yep. <laughs> Uh, for those. And in this story, uh, this character called the Techno Shamanatrix, uh, <laughs> who is amazing, like looks a little bit like the lead singer of Four Non Blondes, but yeah. in, uh, <laughs> like a, a, a gear punk uh-huh. kind of way, um, comes up and offers to take him away into the world of Cybercog. Yes, but uh, if he sacrifices his wife, job, and kids. Yeah. <laughs> so good yeah so just in real life he got so obsessed with this niche subculture that his you know wife left him and took the kids and he you know basically got got a choice between his job or his hobby um and he got Mm -hmm. rid of it and he is like i think self-justifying by putting this story out yeah it's really really sad and pathetic it's extremely sad yeah yeah uh something i love is that the the freelance hands out their own citations Mm-hmm. Um, specifically yeah. there's a page, somebody who, uh, uh, had their old page, uh, written in an old format, net settler, which was in a, you know, an earlier project by merchant soft. They haven't updated it for Hypnoas. Uh, this is a little bit of a hint. Something you can do, uh, when you buy the anti, uh, the, the antivirus program, Hypnocure, there's a pro version, which is exorbitantly expensive. Um, and you can use that to go into safe mode, which lets you view NetSettler pages in Hypno S. This is very yeah. important. Like this is basically how you solve the stuff in the epilogue. Yeah. There, there's two basic ways to like look at hidden stuff Yeah, in this game, like a program and, uh, the safe mode mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, it's worth like, I, I think I did this now. So just, yeah, like, yeah we can chat about it now. So like you can, you can buy their three levels of the hypno cure. Um, and only the third, the first level is fine. It just takes viruses off your machine. Mm-hmm. The third version, the one that you need, was really expensive, and you have to get money at this point. Mm-hmm. So the way you can get money is there's this game uh, in it called Janitor. And I find Janitor really confusing. Mm-hmm. Like The idea is that you're actually, like, doing something real. Like, you are, because you're, you're getting paid money mm-hmm. to do it. It's not like a prize. Like you're actually, and you're doing things, you're taking files and deleting them mm. that it puts on your desktop. Did you, did you play janitor? No, I didn't. Oh, I, um, okay. So I ended up needing money mm-hmm. uh, for this thing. Uh, janitor does a thing where you play it on your desktop. It puts, um, files and you have to stack them into stacks of six or five and then throw them into a dumpster. Oh. And if you, once you, you know, every one of them you do, you get like one penny and then the game part of it is, so you're stacking them together and then every once in a while there's like a poison file. Mm. And if you don't throw that one in the dumpster right away, uh, it ends your streak. Oh. The streak, uh, you get increasingly more money the longer you play. So early on, you're, you're barely making any money. You have to play for like, you know, like five, 10 minutes yeah. to get, get the money. And it's, it's fine. I just, I was uncertain about the wisdom of having an economy in this game and having to yeah. grind up money. Mm-hmm. Um, later there's like dev tools and cheats you can do. Like yeah. you get hacker tools that can do this, but I didn't find those until until after you bought the thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that's what I ended up doing here because I was like, I want to be able to read those, those websites. Yeah. 
I was really eyes on the prize. So by the time I realized that I needed that I needed uh, this, it had been a very long time since I bought anything that was not essential. Um, so I mm. just kind of had enough. Uh, I downloaded a lot that. of songs for my Win app. So. <laughs> yeah, and I I was fine with the songs that I came across naturally. So yeah, yeah. Cost me bandwidth, man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, so it, it it is. Yeah, it sucks that you had to like basically farm for money uh, to to buy a yeah. plot important thing. Yeah. yeah. Not so bad. It wasn't very long, but it's just like in a five hour game, mm-hmm. you know, five ten minutes isn't nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I just I wanted to move on with the plot. Yeah. Um, there are a couple other pages here. There's uh, Phaedrala, the potion <laughs> brewer and dragon breeder. I love Phaedrala. That was such a thing back in the day. Like yeah. a person who drew like little creatures and like you could adopt it by adding that image to your site and linking back to that person. Yep. Really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I love uh, Linda's library of the weird. It's like an um, actual the thing. Gif- <laughs> the, the gift scaries she has are incredible to mm-hmm. me. Like the telephone. Mm-hmm one like where it's like wrong number it's just like, <laughs> somebody trying to dial a phone and then the phone opens up its mouth and eats, it's, eats the, the hand. hand yeah so I, good. I love her custom uh her, her custom cursor as well the bloody hand yeah it looks like yeah. uh like something out of like nesticle nesticle <laughs> yeah yeah uh, god man all these all these moments like like tears and rain yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, but Linda's library of the weird is good, and it's real cute how uh, how Tiffany uh, looks up to her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just the, the, there's like a little like mentor relationship there. Um, mm-hmm. So if you take these instructions that Roddy left, uh, you can uh, figure out a special code that is basically a password asking you for like details that you would have found around the freelance. So like, what's Gil's ID? You know, like what does Sarah shoot in her game? And like, how many zones did Merchant Merchant Soft kill? Like so, yeah. This gives you the gives you the password signal Archer five, that gets you to the page where you can answer more of these questions about the about yeah. the freelance. This quiz you have to find it too. It's like you have to look at the find this barely visible arrow mm-hmm. that's off the map to to get to this like hidden zone. Love it on there. Like yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> um, you get through those quiz, uh, you answer those questions, and then you can download Roddy's accelerator. Yeah. Um, and you can donate to the artist here and you want to download the accelerator before you report it just so you can get it in case you yes. want it. It yeah. does make things faster mm-hmm. uh, while also annoying being annoying. <laughs> right. Because, you know, it doesn't seem like something Roddy would do, but it does give you the pop up every, I don't know, it feels like 30 seconds. <laughs> it's every, I think it's every four pages. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, so you get your final case of this chapter. Um, we're about music piracy and you do the F-list puzzle. Um, so Sam sends you a message saying there's a tons of backed up music piracy violation claims that need to be investigated. Go out there and find it. Yes. You know, there, there are these reports for music being distributed off of the main pages for these mm-hmm. artists in questions. Um, so you do a search, you know, okay, there's music piracy happening. F list is probably where this is going to happen. So we need to figure out how to get there. Uh, when you do a search for F list, it takes you to a very bare page. Um, and if you look at the, uh, if you look at the initials of the people who have it here, uh, it looks like it's run by gearhead Greg because there's GHG, but then there's also DM Dylan merchant yeah. is involved in this. Um, you need a password. Um, you can search around to find someone selling the passwords. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a way to hack into this, but I end up buying it like a jump Yeah, and it makes fun of you for buying it. Of course. Uh, like the but, password, the password is thanks for the, thanks for the coins or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's something really shitty. But the nice yeah. thing, I mean, the one thing I will say that is a kindness about Janitor mm-hmm. is that uh, once you get to the high level where you're getting the big payouts, mm-hmm. like you exponentially get 
more value for it. So like yeah. I got the 500 hypno coin and I was like, what if I just get like 2000 hypno coin? That'll probably be enough for the whole game. Yeah. And it only took a couple more minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I bought that to get into F list yeah. and way F list works, works is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, uh, put in, um, this like web link with a character, uh, uh, member's user ID. Mm-hmm at the end so it's like f and then the last five digits and you can find their their files for download um the other way to get in like the way to hack this is actually really fun uh you can go to gearhead greg's page and he has an he has an article about how to pick a secure and unhackable password and this is just terrible advice uh, in general but it's like okay it's the city your hobby your birth year so because you have all this information you know, you can look at Greg and it would be like Lexington computers, 1950. He basically says what his password is. And because yeah. he's the person who made this, you can use his password to get in and figure out how to do the searches. Um, because this is all secure security by obscurity. You just do a search for in Dylan's case, F eight zero zero eight five, which is F boobs, which is fun. That's Dylan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you find those, uh, Greg has uploaded, uh, the podcast of our friend, Jim, mm-hmm. uh, super tasters, which is about eating soup, yep. um, as like an old radio serial that he likes. <laughs> um, and we can go and find a lot of people having files, but if we go to Dylan's collect- collection, he has like all of the files. Yep. All the files we, we were told to take down. down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and you report him and he, at first he's like, ha ha, good joke, buddy. You're joking, right? Mm-hmm. And then he like knocks you, he fires you. Yeah. Your access to hypnospace is revoked. Uh, and you are gone for three whole weeks. Um, yep. until Or 35 days uh, until New Year's Eve of 1999 in chapter three. Whiskers growing at the speed light. Put the trimmer into overdrive. Thoughts are running through my mind. Just a bathroom in the night. Rage is cream to my hand. shit goes down yeah um the uh so samantha adds you back and says hey i'm sorry i think it was a mistake that you got kicked mm-hmm. um, she thinks it's her mistake yeah yeah which is you know dylan would yeah. allow her to believe that mm-hmm. um all the interns are off for the holiday so she's pulling triple duty right so she needs you uh you get an alert someone has taken over teentopia and they are threatening the system with something called the mine crash so you go over it's to, to <laughs> yeah, the uh, Teentopia mine crash. Uh, you go there. This is obviously Tim's work. It's the same oh, yeah. sound and it's, you know, it's a lot of the same imagery and stuff uh, as happened during, uh, during true tranquility. And this is really only hitting um, the main page of, of Teentopia. Um, and there is a little like message when you click on this, you know, to go to the page for mine crash, uh, it is directed to his beloved, if thou art the beloved, accept thy imparted name to disable the mind crash o Teen Teen feels. Mm-hmm. Um, we can kind of look around and see how everything else is updated here. Um, Rebecca is no longer allowed on Hypnospace because her minister father found out about her Squisher Z fan art. Mm-hmm. Squisher's fan art. Yeah. Thanks to Satanic. Um, Zane's page has been completely taken over. Uh, and vandalize uh, it to make Zane seem super gay. Yeah, real shitty. Uh, which is period. Yeah, in, super in a, shitty, very period appropriate. Yes. Uh, that's absolutely yeah. a thing that would have happened. Exact same tone. 
the dumpster. Yep. Uh, this is a real hint that things are about to happen. Um, they say, uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm going to go on hiatus. Uh, there's an older article that they put up in the uh, in the interim saying that Mink, a Minx member has become an intern at Merchantsoft and is creating a new uh, curating this new page called the Venue, uh, which is going to be replacing the uh, it's going to be replacing um, oh gosh the cool the Frostpunk zone not Frostpunk yeah cool 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 punk cool yeah. punk there we go cool punk yes Frostpunk is different <laughs> both are good both are good I'm not it's not a value judgment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, if you go to Hypnospace Central, there's a page called Stop Using Hypnospace mm-hmm. by someone called uh, Revealator. Yeah. Revelator. Um, and there are missing links about where all this evidence about Hypnospace is supposed to be. That's yeah. all been pulled down before you got there. Right. Uh, uh, important later. Yeah. So if you're wondering what happens with Roddy making illegal software for Merchantsoft, well, he's been fired uh, and then been replaced with this PR person named Bobson Dugnut. Mm-hmm. It, which it, is from the uh the baseball the fighting baseball game. it kills me the bobs and bobs and doug nut is the name that they pulled from that as opposed to carl yep. dandleton carl dandleton <laughs> is the funniest one there bobs and doug real good though it's really good but carl, it's... carl has a real first name man okay yeah you gotta you gotta admit it <laughs> I, I will not <laughs> i will not admit it gary you can't force me <laughs> you gotta admit it you gotta say gotta you gotta it to carl it's a real name yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, man. <laughs> Chowder Man's page is extremely depressing because Chowder Man <laughs> broke his leg and he's having a hard yeah. time. I love I love the song that he put up because it's like the fake sad songs that Eugene Levy's character in A Mighty Wind made after yeah. his divorce. <laughs> Chowder yeah. Man is very sad. <laughs> like... <laughs> Poor Chowder Man. Oh. Yeah. Um, Good Time Valley. Interesting, interesting, interesting things have happened there. Now it is full of Gumshoe Cooper stuff. Like even in the main page, yeah. uh, and there's an incredibly libertarian message at the top from Adrian talking about you know here at this company we value free expression and everything that Cooper represents about the American way and blah blah blah. Um, so what happened is. Adrian had, you know, saw what was, you know, saw what was going here, worked with Tiffany, the, or not Tiffany, uh, worked with, uh, the estate there. Yeah. The estate. Yeah. Worked with the daughter of the original estate, Baby uh, Cooper. to, yeah, yeah. To bring Cooper back, uh, and work it into this, you know, very corny back to basics commercial pitching hypno to these rural Republicans, basically like doing a web TV pitch. Like this isn't, this isn't the internet for them. This is the internet for you. Um, cool punk is now gone. Uh, now it is the venue, as you mentioned, and mm-hmm. it's a uh, fracture between something called fungus punk mm-hmm. and the former mediator is trying to make something called inspiro haze, <laughs> uh, happen. <laughs> Very funny. Yep. <laughs> um, sports has been consolidated, uh, into the zone called the stadium, which mm-hmm. is for football and tennis. Yeah. Uh, football is more or less football in this world just with different teams yeah i love the different teams oh. yeah, they're good <laughs> yeah. there's like the 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 u.s navy red smashers <laughs> or something like that yeah. <laughs> like it's very uh, good yeah yeah and uh starport castle dream station is a complete mess um all of the files from the community were lost quote unquote um and so they mm-hmm. went to uh make their <laughs> so so everybody there went to cyber worlds um, because, you know, Merchantsoft is not treating them right. And now um, Merchantsoft is making their own version of the Freelands, the Lands of Mytha, that are going to be coming in Hypnospace 2.0 in February with none of the original people. Um, so when you look at uh, Tiffany's page, that's obvious that, that who Tim's been crushing on mm-hmm. here. And we, we can find that out. We've seen hints 
along the way. Yeah. You know about that. Um, so uh, there's this disclaimer um, at the page that the stories are hers, but the art is Tim. They no longer associate. And if they want, if you want to repost anything, go that way. Yes. You know, if, if you want to repost this, check in with Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has this note saying like, hey, don't call me Marshmallow. This is something that an ex-friend of mine called me. Yeah. Um, which is obviously the password. Like, mm-hmm. if, the, if thy be the beloved, take the beloved's name or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that is what he called her. Like, Tim is not the villain that he's shown in this, obviously, but mm-hmm. he's like a dumb teen who's not super respectful of boundaries. Because he's yeah. a teen. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a thing about being a teen. Yeah. Yeah. Teens hate boundaries. <laughs> so you go and they want to do kickflips off of them. Um, yep. You go and you put this password in and you see a heartfelt note. Tim apologizes and like, hey, I'm really sorry for whatever I did. You're not responding to my messages. Um, and he says, mine crash isn't real. It's just another goofy hack that I did. I need to get your attention because there was no other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a PS in that's like, hey, do you want to go over to Cyber Worlds with me? Uh, a hacker friend of mine found evidence that hypnospace is really dangerous. Right. So, and you get, this is great because it's, it's plausibly deniable. We've been getting all these hints about hypnospace being dangerous, but they've all been, uh, had shade cast on them, right? Mm-hmm. It's beef brain, which we is very obviously fake, you know? Um, it's this, which is like, sounds like it's from a jilted crush mm-hmm. who wants her to come with him. Like you may yeah. go like, this isn't really dangerous. You have a motivation, mm-hmm. but they start stacking up. Yeah. You know, there was that there was that page where everything was pulled down, obviously, by another enforcer using the same tools as you, the one yeah. with uh, with Revelator. Right. Um, so Sam congratulates you uh, on finding out how to stop the mine crash. But right after Hypno OS starts downloading Outlaw uh, version 0.99.99. Uh, New Year's <laughs> Un- Eve. Underscore final underscore four underscore final real this time. <laughs> yeah, real this time. Um, it gets stuck and graphics start floating all over. You start getting into like glitch hell. Yeah. Um, uh, hippie starts saying your name, mm-hmm. uh, tells you to lock off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then it gets so bad uh, that uh, like there are like little explosions that happen. And like in FMV, your character pulls off the pulls off the headset and you see it's morning. It's from your character's point of view, looking like looking up at some blinds. Like, OK, yeah, yeah. this is this, this is the end. Something horrible has happened. And we see a newscast. Um, about somebody named Tim Randall Stevens being charged with manslaughter for the deaths of six people during the mind crash virus, uh, the year 2000. Yep. So this was the year 2000 event that happened on uh, hypnospace uh, and a real kid mm-hmm. was, uh, was taken down for it. And we know that that's not true. Yeah. Cause we, we just found out the evidence that mm-hmm. it was just a fake virus. Yes. Um, the number of people who die here can be different. Yeah. Um, if you had people banned, mm-hmm. um, there's a couple of people burning rubber 50, yeah. Uh, you can ban because he's, you know, keeps throwing gooper stuff up. Yeah. If he gets enough violation to be banned, he survives. Yeah. Same it's thing with, uh, same thing with Zane, actually. Yeah. Zane has a little bit more harassment uh, of Corey up there uh, in the final chapter mm-hmm. that you can do to take him down. I didn't, I, basically I was not reporting anything because I was eyes on the prize, um, mm-hmm. which I think is what they're counting on. But yeah, it does change the ending somewhat. Yeah. Four people die no matter what. Yes. Like several people die, and you'll see them, and it's it's interesting. They'll list the the victims mm-hmm. uh, later, and these are people who you know. Yeah, like you know, you, you saw these people. You've looked through their page and stuff. Yeah, um, this starts. This seems like the end of the game. It's really not. Like I feel like no. you have to do the epilogue to get the uh, emotional kind of catharsis of it, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, you log back on to this uh, recovered Hypno OS. Um, it's your actual 
time from your computer. Like, mm-hmm. So this is 2020. Yeah. That you're doing this. And now you are in the future. You're 20 years older and you're being contacted by uh, Chelsea from something called the Hypnospace Archival Project or HAP. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they realize like, hey, people who had those ha- uh, headbands um, had enough storage to back up the entire service. Yeah. Like this thing crashed, but you have those web pages uh, in your headband. Mm-hmm. Specifically as tools. an enforcer. Regular users didn't yes. have that. You have the only one of these that we know of. You know, well, that you, isn't... you and a couple people on the team. Yeah. Because there are other people who are on this uh, this project mm-hmm. with you. Um, you know, we find out later. It's like, hey, um, try to find uh, these things. Like, you now gather lost and found content. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can log back in. Yep, we can log in. Space. There is, like, an internet version that is, you know, mo- modern day um, where you can go and, like, look at details about the mine crash. Uh, and you can also select different time periods to go back to, and that's how you're going to go do the detective work. Um, mm-hmm. So really fucked up. Uh, Tim served six years in prison for, like, the first case of digital manslaughter. Um, yeah. And he's part of the project now. Like, he works in network security. He has a wife and kids. He's part of HAP, and he regrets anything that he ever did. But he's obviously been living with this guilt forever. It's really um, sad. Yeah. You know, and he, you know, one of the people who died, one of the people who always dies is Tiffany, this girl that he yep. liked. So, yeah, really, yeah. Real, real big bummer. Yeah. Um, including Zane, uh, Roddy, Roddy Wall, mm-hmm. uh, Burn Rubber 1950, Mavis Ann Green, and Rodney Hooks. Yes. Uh, Mavis Ann Green is real uh, like that one's fucked up because she uh, she was like just uh, uh, like user number one zero something or other like she was just somebody who browsed it she lived in a in a, in a um, like a like an old, old folks home mm-hmm. <sighs> um, so Hap was founded by this lurker named Chelsea she's like oh yeah I wasn't really involved back in the day but it's funded by Tamara Frost she's this kind of like poet that we saw who never really seemed important to the story. Uh, but she got really rich uh, writing children's books, and you know she has an interest in reviving all of this old content because a lot of people who got their start back in the day went on to be famous. So we can use that as a way to get all this stuff backed up. And you get these uh, little jobs, mm-hmm. like you get these little requests from people who are, uh, you know, members of of this this group, this archival project, who say, "Hey, can you find this?" Mm-hmm. For like little mini missions that eventually open up the final last mission. Yes. There. Um, the way HAP works is you choose which year you can, or what time period. You can only choose those three days mm-hmm. that you had. Um, and then you uh, get a little grid, like a defragmenting a hard drive. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it is a drive um, of which websites you've seen. Right. Through there. And you can click and then it puts you in a virtual version of a... Uh, of it. You can't report because it doesn't go to the servers, but you can mm-hmm. go and browse. Yes. Um, and it shows you how you did. Like I got about 80% of the content, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a guy named Artie who wants, he says, Hey, I'm pretty sure there's this unpublished Chowderman song about mm-hmm. him losing his legs. Yes. Or his leg. Yeah. Um, see if you can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't find the song, but you find the chords and the lyrics mm-hmm. uh, on Chowderman's F list. Yes. Page. <laughs> Yeah, I just there's something very charming, you know, because it's just a guitar tab, like it's an actual song you can mm-hmm. just play or whatever. But it says it's in waltz time, but instead of W A L L Z, it is spelled like Walt. Possessive, yeah, possessive yeah. of Walt. Yeah, uh, which is funny. Um, mm-hmm. So you find that um, one of the other one of the other um, uh, prompts that you get is to find a prototype uh, virtual pet that Roddy made. 
uh, that will be uh, on his uh, on his uh, FLS page. When you when you go there, it's not there, but there is a program called three y three dot hex or i dot hex, um, and this is compressed using his proprietary um, his proprietary compression software, Sandwich. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is where you can take the knowledge that you saw from the freelance. You can feed the compressed file to the uh, to the virtual pet, and it will poop out the actual the actual program. Yeah, it uncompresses it when unzips it. Yes, I had I had done this uh, way before this. Oh yeah, um, because I wasn't sure. Yeah, like I was looking for stuff about the Serenity virus. Yeah, things like that or Tranquility virus and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a lot of web pages. Um, I had like ended up on the the Minx tip really early in this and oh, well. thought that was where I was supposed to be, uh, which is how, where you use the three by three hacks, but wherever you see um, kind of weird looking text, it's either safe mode. Yeah. You know, uh, nut settler or mm-hmm. it's this. Yeah. It's like weird looking text or like weird empty space on a page. Yeah. Yeah. But this yeah. program is called all seeing eye. It brings up a little uh, uh, popover window and when you know it's like an eye that's animated when you center it over uh, over a page it will show hidden elements there um so uh you go back to november 5th um you can get the test pet mm-hmm. uh through using this um Artie's really happy about that it's a yeah. weird little like column with an eye at the top <laughs> it's really fun yeah um yeah uh, tomorrow wants tomorrow wants you to find this old demo recording from a famous rapper named uh kev j mm-hmm. um this one's pretty easy yeah let's do a search um, for kevin for or kev yeah, yep. uh, it's very yep. fun because like it, it is a genre of hip hop called flip flop, and it's literally yep. just my name is Kevin and I'm here to say <laughs> like, yep. it's just that. Yeah, uh, I just yeah I ended up searching flip flop. Uh, uh, I went to the music archive mm-hmm. to look up uh, what Kev J was, and then looked up flip flop. Yeah. Um, the final one. This is about these uh, weird occult eye symbols that pop up mm-hmm. over the net. Uh, this is the Horus Eye uh, puzzle. If you uh, I ended up using hints. Mm-hmm. Um, for this if you end up finding this you find that it's a bunch of uh this was there to as a prank mm-hmm. like people were adding this to different sites to make it uh, seem like it's part of a big conspiracy but it's just internet nerds yeah well specifically like like executives at um at, at merchant soft who want to have a mm-hmm. secret society and have like a monthly dinner <laughs> like it's yeah, real yeah. it's real dorky shriners yeah um and so like when you get all this stuff or when you're most of the way through here, uh, you get a message from Chelsea who reveals that, you know, Chelsea isn't real. Chelsea is Samantha, the beleaguered mm-hmm. employee who Dylan foisted all of these duties onto just, Hey, um, you know, I don't want anybody here to know that, you know, that there's another former merchants off person on the team. Uh, Artie's enough. Artie's the, um, uh, the burnout logo designer guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, she says, Hey, I believe that Dylan is responsible, you know, that Dylan is the one who's responsible for the mine crash. And he used Tim as a scapegoat. Um, mm-hmm. and she says, all right, I've got this new report tool for you that adds, uh, you know, that will send a report directly to me. Um, I need you to go and find proof that this is actually the case. It will probably be hidden in the minx pages. Um, and this, this makes your chimes set up, uh, acronym to chime or chime to chimes. Mm-hmm. So ask for Samantha. Yep. Um, you go, uh, if we found this password leak earlier on one of uh pages that we linked to from Tim Again's. Yeah, it's like Tim Tim Again's real page. Like if you use uh HypnoCure Pro on it, 
uh, it'll reveal or the all seeing eye, it'll reveal uh, what you actually need to go to. Um, And he did this big um, password dump. Like that's what we got alerted to on the day after Thanksgiving. He published everybody's passwords um, at, uh, at at merchant soft. And so you can actually use that to get into minx because (laughs) turns out Dylan's a part of minx too. Yep. (sighs) So you, you get in there. Uh, you can now look at the Minx pages, which is that hacker mm-hmm. uh, collective. Yeah. And you're using your various eye, all-seeing eye in safe mode mm-hmm. to look at the stuff that's kind of hidden to uh, get the subject matter and get it in kind of chronological order yeah. Yeah. Uh, here. Um, so D- Dumpy One is the one who let Dylan know that Minx exists, so he has to be part of it because he's that kind of douchebag. Mm-hmm. Um, Reckoning uh, you know, calls out the HSPD for being inefficient, unethical, you know, mm-hmm. sourcing their their moderation. Yeah. Um, this is where you can find something called dream tools, um, <laughs> which is found using the, uh, the three, three by three in the freelance. This allows, this is a cheat. Yeah. Um, it allows you to alter your pet to make it stop pooping. It yeah. allows you to, uh, you know, get as much money as you want. Yeah. Et cetera. So, um, so dumpy one, we are going to allude to him. Dumpy one is the person who runs uh, the dumpster. That's kind of the low tech mm-hmm. stand in, uh, here. There's another, uh, person named Jezo, uh, who is the person behind the counselor, Ronnie prank. Uh, turns out they did this prank uh, and that's what ended up getting merchants off this government grant. And so she mm-hmm. can't stop doing it now. <laughs> yeah. Because merchants didn't do it. Right. So it was a joke, you know, mm-hmm. to pretend to be the counselor. And they said things like plates were invented by Plato. Yeah. And then end up actually doing the job mm-hmm. uh, well enough because the community has to take care of its own. Right. Um, Jez was also the one who started the beef brain hoax, mm-hmm. which is, you know, not good or anything, but was on the right track as far as, this thing being able to affect your brain. Yeah. As far as what, you know, yeah. a, a headband that shot lasers at your, at your, at your cortex would do. Sidial lobes. Yeah. yeah. Your city, your sidial lobes. Uh, and yeah. Dylan does something real and cool and basically outs Jezzo as being an intern, um, yep. with, uh, with, with merchant soft. Not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're, they're talking about letting Tim in cause Tim's obviously like junior hacker, but Dylan, uh, rejects that. So it's like, hey, the interns would rat out Minx in a week if they let a teen in. Yeah, and I can't be seen like fraternizing with you guys, even though this is my way of, you know, still being plugged into the counterculture man. Yeah, I'm still cool. Yeah. I'm still cool. Yeah, Reckoning hates Dylan and hassles him every chance he gets. Uh, Reckoning is kind of an asshole, but it's justified. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Dumpy One is looking for material for the dumpster. And Dylan admits he's trying to make Samantha quit because she keeps nagging him. Right. Um, he suggests that Dumpy feature her so she'll leave. Right. Real shitty. Yeah. Uh, the nagging that he's talking about is Samantha saying, hey, you should work on making Hypnospace more stable instead of making a game. And so, yeah, instead of making your shitty game. Yes. And Samantha will talk about that. Yeah. Um, um, you know, Jezo and Reckoning, they point out like, yeah, it's ridiculous to ship something as broken as Outlaw in a big update like this. Um, and it's also revealed Jezo coming up just says in this, in this message board, like, are we going to get paid? Cause we haven't been paid in a month. Yeah. Really horrible. Like labor practices. Uh, then on new year's Eve, our reckoning is, you know, super mad. Um, because Hey, your mind, this mind crash prank is overshadowing this leak of documents about hypnospace safety. Mm-hmm. If we recall that page that all those taken down, yeah. um, he ended up posting the leak in his freelance page after it got taken down. He wasn't just going to just put it on the main page mm-hmm. there. And this leak is a medical study. Uh, commissioned by Merchant Soft during the Beef Brain fiasco. Yeah. So through Beef Brain, they're like, "Hey, can you tell us this is safe so we can say?" And the, the they're like, "No, mm-hmm. uh, it's not safe. Like Hypnospace keeps people in REM sleep like a lot longer than is healthy. Right. Um, so people are not ended up rested. Like mm-hmm. the idea of this Beef Brain, like people are waking up fatigued. 
um, you know, sluggish. Headaches. That is because of yeah. you know headaches. That is because of hypnospace. Right. Uh, and so Merchants Off buried the report, and I, I believe there's like a place you can go, like with the actual, like with the other report that they paid for that was more favorable. Um, yeah. 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 It's it it sucks. So you report this to Samantha, and she's shocked at this. Um, yeah. And you get a message. Um, Artie uh done fucked up he invited dylan and tamara approved thinking oh it'd be yeah. good to have somebody from the inside dylan messages you because you reported something like it's like hey and he's real real chummy about it which is but it's a veiled threat like oh it's funny you know you're, you're, it's funny how you're going back and doing your enforcer day stuff it's funny how the report system is still linked to my account right yeah um it's 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 real menacing yeah super super uh menacing um there's one last lead to follow. Our reckoning posted something about leaky pipe. Um, and searching this gives us his page of merchants off links, which we have to use the eye on. Mm -hmm. um, so we find about the, uh, the consolidation of all the nerd pages. Um, Adrian didn't want hypnospace to seem like a place for dorks. So we pressured Dylan to move everything to starport castle uh, and move the slower server uh, or move the whole community to a slower server. So the community sports community mm -hmm. can be the fast one. Dylan lied about it. Um, Dylan being a huge asshole to Samantha, mm -hmm. Samantha trying to tell him to fix bugs instead of developing your outlaw. Um, Adrian signs with his brother, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, Adrian would go to Artie as a guru and they're stressed. Uh, <laughs> like the I am meditations that they would, that they would do are really wrong, right? funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but then the final like serious one is them, the internal team talking about covering up the revelations. Right. About the, uh, about the study how this thing and this is this is it you know you uh you messages samantha samantha's like we got him mm -hmm. and again what i think is a really nice uh little bit here mm -hmm. uh dylan um you know email like emails admits to everything yeah um like i was behind mine i was behind this mine crash and those deaths um he attaches a version of outlaw and there's a car for each of the victims Mm -hmm. When you capture it, you get this individualized, uh, like relatively sincere sounding apology. Yeah. Um, for all of these people that he killed. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, uh, you know, he's not a mustache twirling villain. No, in no. This. Like he's he, like, no, like this, you know, he's been thinking about this for 20 years. Yeah. He, you know, it you was know? his own ineptitude and he, and he knew it. And there, there's a weird between this and Zane and Tim, uh, you know, his apology to Zane, you know, is about like Zane being, crummy but like yeah you're a teen yeah it's like I, i'm sure you would have grown up to be somebody your mom could be proud of right and th there's there's an element of this whole like spirit of this whole thing you know you talked about how dropsy is about empathy like there is this little bit where it's like the young are fucking idiots mm -hmm. and they're trying their best though yeah you know there, there's a sympathy like a sympathetic heart to the center of hypnospace outlaw mm -hmm. that i really like you know that only works because of the scale we right. talked about but it's really touching mm -hmm. like reading these like these things like at first like he came back and he kind of threatened me sent you that veiled threat i was like uh oh mm -hmm. the villain's still about i fucking hate this guy yeah and then he's like once he's got he's like yeah i've actually been working on this thing that is my weird way of apologizing because i mm -hmm. yeah i know this fucking sucks and i think about like what 20 years is you know like yeah i don't think about things i did like you can do something shitty and then spend 20 years and forgive yourself pretty easily yeah you know and and you have to live Right. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about that a lot, uh, just in various ways, like no matter what happens, no matter what you do, you have to wake up the next morning and be a person, Yeah, you know, and there's, there's a recognition of that to this, that I find really refreshing. Yeah. 
uh, and just really sweethearted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was hoping to find something from Tim specifically. I was hoping to see something beyond you know just kind of a, an acknowledgement um, from Dylan that he you know pinned this on pinned, pinned this on Tim. You want Tim's reaction? Yeah. Well, sure. you know, and, and maybe maybe it's probably better that they don't. You know, it, this doesn't just come out and say like. Okay, I forgive you, et cetera. Like you know, because the nature of forgiveness is you know that it, it probably would have been too pat if they came out and did and, and did that. Mm, um, yeah. But I was I was like, okay, is it over? There's no you know roll credits. You have to go to the BIOS to see the credits. Um, you know, the emotional catharsis. You know, it it is getting these you know little apologies, these little eulogies for the people that you you know that you came to know. Um. Yeah, I just I, I was I was wondering if there was going to be something more, but I, I I agree with you that the spirit that this is in, kind of acknowledging, you know, and like a lot of the audience for this game are people who were in Zane's situation back in the day, maybe mm-hmm. not being as as shitty, but also you know probably did do things that they were embarrassed of and stuff. So I think yeah. that that is, that is the you know the heart of the you know it's going to be the emotional core for this for a lot of folks. I think that a um, a robust kind of epilogue for all of the characters we've gotten to know mm-hmm. would break verisimilitude too much for me. Yes. Um, you know, this ended up being, uh, I don't want this to end like Link to the Past where it's like, go check in on everybody. <laughs> right. Like I liked getting to know them, but it felt like it mirrored the way like actual internet relationships work. Yeah. Where somebody just falls out of your life. Yeah, people just fall out of your life, you know, like you get to know these people through their works and through their like their avatar, you know, their Mm -hmm. holistic version of themselves they construct for the Internet out of ones and zeros. And then they're just gone. Yeah. You know, and they're gone like as soon as you turn away from the computer, Mm -hmm. you know, but this this game has a lot of empathy for them and has a lot of empathy for the idea that like those people are real and there are real consequences of this stuff Mm -hmm. um, and just does a really good job, really good and very understated yeah job of that for a yeah. game that's like about chowder man and about like these very outsized <laughs> things like yeah. it's a weirdly understated game mm-hmm. uh that i i just i i am in love with the heart of like i, yeah. I feel like this game just has a lot of heart yeah. uh, in a way that does not feel cluing or obvious mm-hmm. you know or big yeah you know i love small heart yeah no i agree that the, the, there is a there is an absolute heartfelt sincerity to this that you know it feels earned because it goes through the broad comedy to get there you know mm-hmm. like just you you can have that and the way to make it not be cloying is to show a three-dimensional version of all of the stuff that might lead to it build things on top yeah. of and around that core yeah yeah and get out when you when you can oh of course you know yeah. really you're know, really stretching this out like this being about expo you know being the aaron brockovich <laughs> of this stuff doesn't end with the company dying or you know it doesn't it doesn't end with the big world upset yeah it ends with somebody taking responsibility for the fact that somebody else suffered a really horrible thing because of their mistake yes you know and kind of recognizing their own hubris about mm-hmm. it in a way, you know, it's it's hard to know what an adequate apology is for the deaths of six people. Mm-hmm. Probably more than this, yeah. but like it's still a step in the right direction in a way that felt like real emotion was behind it. Like mm-hmm. I was not expecting to have any sympathy for Dylan. Yeah. During this, and I still like that guy fucking sucks. But mm-hmm. I, I I did have a little bit of like, man, you know, this sucks all over. We were all young internet idiots. Yeah. In the early '90s, like <laughs> this whole new culture was new, and like we were, yeah, just did not know what we were doing. Yeah, 
I love that about this. This yeah. is a great game. I love this game. It's it's so good. Uh, I yeah. you know, I, I feel like I've heaped a lot of praise on it, but it's true. Yeah, really good. Unqualified recommendation. Same. Um, you know, there's so much detail to this that we did not catch. We didn't talk about eighty percent of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if you you know if you're not here for the puzzles, if you're here for the hangout space, pick this up and treat it as a hangout space. Yeah, I think there's really nothing like it, and um, yeah, I adore it. Yeah. So takes me good back. Good work. Good work. Yep. <laughs> good work. Um, gonna be interesting uh, for me at least. And again, like I'm happy being an outlier about this. Um, but so if you have things to say about this, you can write in at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you have anything to say about this, uh, Celeste or the Resident Evil 3 remake, um, Celeste does not feel understated to me. Yep. And like and I've been processing my feelings on it. That is part of why I think it failed to connect with me mm-hmm. is it's real big. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't respond to that very well. Mm-hmm. You know, so just uh, live and learn. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll talk about that next week. If you have anything to say about those games, hit us up at duckfeed.tv slash contact by May 15th. Yep. And if you have anything to say about June's games, mm-hmm. which are Crash Bandicoot 2, Dreamfall, and Order of Ecclesia, I got them. Yep. Uh, that's June 15th <laughs> is the uh, deadline there. Yes. Um, and we will announce July's games during the Dispatch uh, episode for this month. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we should mm-hmm. note that the Resident Evil 3 episode, we alluded to that, and the Castlevania Order of Ecclesia episode, those are premium um so everybody will get the generalities on those but if you would like to hear the whole thing go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv at the five dollar tier you get not only those premium episodes but every premium episode we have done so far more than a year we also get you get full bonus uh shows at five and ten dollars uh respectively mm-hmm. um and you get the backlogs of most of those you don't get every old premium app they're suffering at five you do get them at ten though yes um so you get a lot of Good stuff. You can get all of our episodes of Unfilmable, which mm-hmm. is our, our monthly show about uh, Lovecraft adaptations on the screen. Yeah. Um, you get Bonfires I Chat, uh, which is not just Souls games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do all kinds of shit on that show. Yeah. Um, you know, so check it out. Uh, we mm-hmm. think it's a really good value. Yeah. Unfortunately, we do not take HypnoCoin at this time. Kappa Cash only. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, re- we really do appreciate it. There are a lot of cool rewards. You can check that out. Um, you can also leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts. That's very thankful, uh, useful. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. And talk about us on websites. Yes. Create your own little cool punk page for us. Yeah. Yeah. We're icy boys. Gary, add, um, add, add some, add some sleigh bells to the theme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I, I tried that at one point, but, mm. uh, the sleigh bells that I had on my shitty Yamaha, uh, uh did not mix with it. Uh, mix. Did not mix. With it. Not mix. Well. Um, yeah. So, uh, until next time, what should they watch out for? Cole? Beef brain. They Beef say it's brain. not real, but the science is still out. There's an Ariel pink song called beef bud. Okay. And every time I read beef brain, <laughs> I kept going like beef bud. <laughs> There's like beef bud. This really silly old Ariel pink song about something <laughs> called a beef bud. Yeah. Sometimes you have yeah. to have beef buds in your beef watch house. Out for beef buds. It is a beef house. Beef <laughs> house. <laughs>